Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So, welcome to episode 18 of the Sunday League show. Uh, this week, I am joined by the usual motley crew of Jamie, Roger and Gibbs for the review of the Quarter Municipal, uh, the Alberton and Bromley and Westfer uh, from Sunday the 2nd of May. We'll go straight into Westfer. Gibbs, just check your mic for us. Money, 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 money. <laughs> so loud that this, the sound distorted. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gibbs. That was very energetic. Um, I just had a toffee muller yogurt. I'm ready to go. Ready to roll. Was it a light one or a full fat one? Oh, I don't know, actually. Let me just check the lid. Did you miss this? If you say light, it, yeah. it, was, it was Muller light. You know when they replaced oh, it with the freaking the light stuff? Your, wife, your wife's putting you on a secret diet, is she? Hey, I'll, I'll take it. Don't worry. <laughs> if it tastes that good, I'll take it. <laughs> right, so... Can we, when... just, can we just cut that and look at yeah, just leave Wait, it. just sit down, we'll put it over a wee funky house. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. If, it. if it's that good, I'll well, take it, yeah. What we... Oh, if it's any, that good, Any DJs out there, if you want to yeah, do that for yeah. us, cheers. We've, we've heard it. If it's it. that good, I'll take it. We've heard that with the uh, Cole Pilkington, I could eat a knob at night. So let's just do it with... Uh, let's just do it with Gibbs. If it's that good, I'll take it. Thank you. There must be some DJs in the... Uh, in the I bet to, I bet Tony Rawlings could make a beat to that. Is that good? I'll take it. I bet he's had them lines before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get on with the results from Sunday the second. That's the last time I'm going to say that. Just assume all of the results are from Sunday the second of May, unless I unless I say otherwise. Uh, straight into Westford's Prem Division, and Peckham Rye faced off against the Odd Fellows. Uh, much improved odd fellows from previous seasons. Uh, Peckham Rye, of course, uh, their first year in the Prem Division. Uh, this one was a double banker. Me and Mr. Gibbs were both on the same game. Uh, first one ended one all. Uh, let's we weren't about... on the we weren't on the same team though, was we? You was on the other team. <laughs> I wondered. I wondered how long it was going to take you. Uh, this one, Gibbs. Is it fair to say nothing in that first game? Nah. To be fair, when we went one 0 up in that first game. Um, for being truthful, they had majority of the ball after that, to be honest. Never really uh, creating anything clear-cut, but they did have majority of the ball. Um, I suppose you could probably say their goal was deserved um, and probably yeah, a fair result in that first game, to be fair. Definitely in the first one. Uh, we'll talk about this, the second game when we get to it. Uh, Borden Sports A beating Junior Reds 2-0. Junior Reds making a bit better of an account for themselves uh, in that game compared to the uh, 9-0 or 9-1 battering that it was last time. Uh, but Borden Sports continued to win. Do you consider them still involved in the title chase, Gibbs? Mate, if I'm being totally honest, I, I don't know if anyone's actually in a title chase now. I don't know if it's just a one-horse race, if I'm being totally honest, even. Um, I think under the radar, I've got so many games in hand and the form that they're in, 
it's hard to see them dropping that many points. So I don't actually know if it is a is a title race now to be honest. I think the rest of us might be playing for second. <clears throat> Fair enough. I guess once they haven't really played a double bank yet, have they? Under the radar? No, they've been they've been very looked after in that sense. They've not had any double bankers. They've still not got a double banker on Sunday. They've been um they've been very looked after. Uh, they've still been involved in the London Cup, obviously, um, getting knocked out this weekend. We'll see. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so, yeah, maybe now if they're playing double bankers every week, that could be um, where they fall over, especially in, in, in the second games where we've seen a lot of teams do that. Uh, the next game in the in the Prem is Jam against uh, Spring Hill United. Spring Hill coming out with a 3-2 win. Uh, Jam seemed to be a little bit undone over re- recent weeks, Gibbs. Yeah, I feel a bit, I feel for Jam because did you see the, have you seen the highlights of the Jam against UTR? Yeah, I watched it, yeah. I thought they was very unlucky, Jam, in that game. The the decisions that went against them, if I'm being honest. I think the red um, card, the red card was, was very harsh, um, but I don't like to criticise referees. I don't know exactly what. No, not, not, not criticising, but the, the handball, Red, the handball red card was very harsh. He could have given him a yellow and a warning. He wasn't gaining any advantage from that. I thought that was very harsh. The kick out, I understand, but then maybe the UTR player as well for throwing the elbow out. I thought maybe he could have. It could have been both ways, you know. Mm. No. Um, and there was an elbow in the first half on a jam player that didn't actually go um, go jams way. The guy just got a warning as well, which I thought was very harsh, you know. Okay, fair enough. This week. Spring Hill getting a win, a good win uh, against Jam. Spring Hill putting some results together now towards the end of the season and look like they're going to secure um, their place in the Prem uh, division for next season uh, on merit. So well done to the Spring Hill boys. Uh, lots of team, lots of people wrote Spring Hill off uh, this season and they're starting to prove some people wrong. So well done to the boys. We can only assume Chris wasn't with the first team this week. Um, <laughs> Orbiton Rovers beating Barnhurst 3-2 did they did they win that one it's uh, what it says on, it's what it says on full time yeah no I, I'm sh- I'm just looking at it now and I'm sh- on um, social media it says the other way around that Barnhurst won 3-2 okay Barnhurst okay. have actually posted themselves that they won 3-2 okay We'll, we'll I'm, not, leave... I'm not sure that that's been fixed, to be honest, on full-time. <clears throat> we'll leave that one to a steward's inquiry. Uh, but full-time saying 3-2 Orbiton Rovers, but it could have been 3-2 to the Barnhurst boys. I'm sure someone will correct us tomorrow. Uh, in the second game <clears throat> of the Oddfellows and Peckham Ryan <clears throat> double banker, uh, the only one in the Prem yesterday, Oddfellows coming out 3-1 winners. Gibbs, what was your... What was your uh, Review of that one, uh, mate. Second half, I thought on the first second game, so I thought we actually started really well. Um, we took it, we took the game to them again, went one nil up, and then um, I think it was just kind of a crazy kind of what 10 minutes, I suppose. Um, we give a penalty away, um, and then we were just on the back foot. Um, they scored another one. And then, uh, obviously, another penalty. So, you're looking at really two penalties decided the game, really. Obviously, it would have probably been another close game. But, um, yeah, can't fault them probably on the day they deserved it. I don't suppose we, on on the, the result, we deserved much out of the game. But fair play to them, you know. They carried on going. They had a lot of art. And uh, they got some good players. They got some real sort of willing runners, didn't they? They like that, that long ball over the top. 
and uh, they had some real their forwards just chased everything all day, didn't they? They were pretty yeah, relentless. Yeah, and they had a couple of good. Well, I say the, the winger on the right hand side um, was very willing to run, and then the forwards, like you say, up front just challenged everything, closed everything down, just real kind of workhorses. And I suppose you get your rewards for stuff like that. Yeah, they did work. They did work hard, and maybe that was a difference. I can't, I can't remember too many chances uh, in either, in either game really. Neither keeper really made to work that hard. Um, no. But yeah, it was three penalties, wasn't it, in that second game? One to you and 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 two to them. Is that right? Yeah, me and Jamie had a, did did have a a thing though on um on how many penalties you'd give the opposition against us. <laughs> Oh god, that's the only prediction you won. You'll, you'll win this season, then, Jamie, isn't it? I'll get managed. You'll concerns to worry about again. Oh, Jamie, Jamie's back at back at the wheel. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so due to Woolwich ninety um, folding for the season, let's hope it's only for the season in the senior division. Falconwood got two walkovers. Uh, for their games in the uh, senior division, uh, they'll be pleased with those points. Uh, probably the big, the big game of uh, yesterday in the senior division was Sporting Club Thamesmead ninety playing Burridge Blues in a double banker. Uh, first and foremost, thank you to both teams for the Desmond in one of those games that earned me five points in the predictions. Um, the second game of that was two one to Sporting Club Thamesmead ninety. Um, that's a big statement from the Sporting Club tends to be 90 boys, isn't it, Gibbs? Yeah, mate, to be honest, I'm actually just looking at a message that I received from a Burridge player. And it actually says, make sure you say you was told proper smash and grab from that Thamesmead lot. We had no goalkeeper. I actually can't believe we didn't get two wins. So I think that um, off of that person's uh, thoughts of the game, that um, Burridge should have got a bit more out of it. But at the end of the day, obviously, goals speak and the points are the points are where they are. Exactly. I'd like to, I wouldn't mind playing bad or smashing and grabbing and nicking points, you know what I mean? Exactly, and that's a good confidence booster for Sporting Club Thamesmead going into a massive fixture uh, next weekend. Again, we'll get into that a bit later. Um, Duchess of Kent losing 4-3 to Blackfen and Erif. Blackfen needed that. Um, they played really well against uh, Burridge a couple of weeks ago when I was... Uh, ref for that game uh, and they got their just desserts yesterday by the sounds of it with a win uh, Joe and the boys will be pleased with that they play really good football Blackfin um, after me wrongly thinking that they didn't um, but um, they play some good stuff uh, Duchess of Kent are no uh, they're no mugs at all so good result for Blackfin well done lads uh, in one of our uh, we gave this one game of one of the games of the week for our poll uh what Who's that? pole you touching? It was on the predictions. Sorry, it was on the predictions. Oh, I thought you were last... talking about poles. I was going to say, mate. <laughs> so damn. It was on the predictions last week. Uh, FC Royals avenging uh, previous cup loss uh, last season against Northern Eagles. This time, the, the Royals come out five-two uh, winners. That's a good win. That's a that's that's a that's a championship winning. Uh, win for uh, FC Royals. So if you can beat Northern Eagles like that, you're onto something. Yeah, they're coming on strong now, Royals, aren't they? They're um, top of the league, scoring lots of goals week in, week out, and um, they're making a real claim now for that uh, for that uh, league title. And obviously, we'll see games of the week this week, but could be a decider. 
Yeah, we gave uh, FC Royals result of the week as well for for that one. That's we we feel uh, Northern Eagles are a real tough um, opposition. Perhaps um, the results this season haven't quite matched um, the surprise they caused last year, but um, they're not an easy, an easy team to play against by any stretch of the imagination. Northern Eagles, so grabbing a a good win like that is well deserved. Oh, they, would, they would never give up, or they're not they're not a walkover. They're always going to be a tough game in every week. Exactly. So well done to Don and the lads again. A good confidence boosting uh, win for them uh, going into the a massive game for the senior division this coming Sunday. Uh, in Division One, uh, Borden Sports can't uh, capitalise on a good a good couple of weeks. Uh, they in the second game they lost to Mottingham Park Rangers five one. Perhaps tired legs in the first game. They beat Mottingham Park Rangers four two. I think it's it's at that stage of the season where uh, if you're if you're getting three points out of a double banker and you're at the bottom of the division or near the bottom of the division, Gibbs, you just you just take that, didn't you? Yeah, you do. You do. To be honest, I suppose you look at six, then you want four, then probably you'll settle for three and go, yeah, that'll do. But you don't want anything less than three, to be fair. No. So well done, board. And they've been they've been really improved since we've come back from lockdown. So. Uh, good, good stuff from them. Uh, a big clash at the top of Division One was uh, Baltarks taking on Blackheath. In the first game, it looks like Blackheath got beat five three uh, by Baltarks, and in the second game, Baltarks won two nil. Blackheath have not had a fantastic time of it uh, since coming back from lockdown. Is that their unbeaten record in the league gone now, Gibbs? Yeah, I think it was gone anyway, wasn't it? From the was other week, didn't already? they lose? Was, was it to Meridian they lost, wasn't it? The that's other week? right. That's right. But, um, um, but yeah, I mean, since restart, they've. I mean, before that, I think there was like seven from seven, eight from eight, weren't they? Yeah. And then since restart, uh, um, I'm not sure if they've lost some players, but they've just they've just not come back the same way. To be honest, mate, maybe they um, took their eye off the ball. I think they beat they beat Greenwich Mariners in the chai latte um, in the chai latte uh, derby, <laughs> wasn't it? Oh, they did indeed, didn't they? And, uh, what? Who? Who? What? The Blackie. What? What? Who, who, the Blackie. Oh, he's just woke up from the whiskey. I'm, I'm watching suits in the background. What is it? Uh, Black- beat, I mean, everybody beat us this year. He was talking Black- about Blackie <laughs> FC beating beating the Mariners. Oh yeah, in the prawn sandwich derby. The prawn sandwich. I called it. I've, I've renamed it the chai latte, but I think we called it the hummus derby or something. <laughs> was like that, that we? weren't under your watch, though, was it, Jamie? <laughs> Uh, no, that no, that was that was. Was that arm, was that under armpits watch? No, no, no. It was a rare defeat under my watch, mate. Uh, a rare one. <laughs> we talk about we talk about uh, Greenwich Mariners with Jamie back at the wheel shortly. Uh, in the uh, Fritz Cray Lions, the, the only wheel he knows is a wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's a jammy one, mate. Oh, yeah, they're the best ones. They are. They are the best ones. Well. What has happened to the wagon wheel? It's about fifty percent smaller, and it's got nowhere near the sweetness. Why? Why? No, the red it? ones are just too dry. You have to get the blue ones with the jam in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the Silk Grassroots Podcast, where we review wagon wheels every now and again. Uh, just, thoughts... just a bit of nostalgia. <laughs> Favorite old time chocolate bar from supermarkets. I like a club. Club. It's, it's, it's more chocolate than biscuit, isn't it? Um, a club. Sorry, what's the problem? Do you remember the gold bars as well? Really, oh, really oh, yeah, we're good. Still, still, good. still get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're good. still get them. Love them. I'd imagine Roger from Croydon is a blue ribbon type guy. Uh, no, 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 it's right. beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jamie's Jamie's definitely a Tunnock's caramel. All <laughs> fucking day long. Yeah. Tunnock's tea cakes what, as well. What a snack, by the way. What yeah. a fucking snack. Oh, what, snack, the tea cakes? Is that with a, the uh, biscuit Marsh, at the bottom and then the, the marshmallow biscuit. and the chocolate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love them bad boys. Put them in the get, fridge. Get yourself up there, Dingston, mate, and at the factory. I'll sort you out. I love just them say, bad boys. Mate. Just say you know Jamie and they'll sort you right out. No, Scottish Jimmy. Good pub, eh? Good pub next door to Roundtree as well. Fucking good pint in there. <laughs> pint of chocolate? No, so it's a pub. It's like we turned into Jimmy. Remember, do you not remember what a pub is? No, has it been that long? No, yeah, it's, I've, I've only been in one pub for the last year. Anyway, let's get on with the results. Sorry. I'm on uh, big wheats. Footscray Lions losing 4-0 to Crayford Arrows. Footscray Lions season really dropping off uh, the face of a cliff. Uh, they'll be disappointed. Uh, there's, whisp- there's whispers on the shore that they are no more. Pardon? Whispers on the shore that they are no more. What a troubled club. Maybe the peoples will be the benefit will benefit from that again with all the players going back to the peoples after li- launching them this season. <laughs> you never you know, mate. There has been whispers about it that the peoples are about to get a lot stronger. Oh. And the West for Vets League might be taking off another team, taking on another team. Yeah, People's Vets have got a team, haven't they? They've, they've put a team in, haven't they? I'm hearing Footscray Lions might have a bit. Oh, uh, okay. That'll be that'll be good because I know that a lot of those older older players that were with them last season. Um, uh, what, I know one of them at least plays for Barnhurst, but if they're playing if they're playing a Vets team, they'll they'll be a good side. So we like to hear that. Um, yeah, but Footscray Lions, if they are going to be no more, that's a shame because. Footscray Lions are an old club, uh, a long-standing club, should I say. So hopefully a team will still be representing that club name. Uh, as I said, Blackheath losing to Bulltarks. Mightland Park Rangers uh, lost 4-2 to Balden Sports. Uh, Kingfisher continue their winning run. Uh, this week they beat Red Velvet at 2-0 in the second game of their double banker. B Young Stars beat Petswood Vultures 3-0. Good win for B Young Stars. Um, Elton Town and New Cross Rovers in Division 2. Um, they drew 2 all in their second game. I don't know why the second games are on top of the, the first games, but never mind. Um, Forza winning 1-0 against Phoenix Knights and Essie Maroon. Really struggling so far this season with Form losing to uh, another team, sorry, struggling with form is Orbiton Eagle. Southeast Maroon since lockdown have been woeful. Uh, I'd say Gibbs, that's fair to say. Um, but Orbiton Eagles getting the win. Yeah. No, they've not they've not carried on that form, have they, where they was um at the, uh, near the top of the league and giving people a run for their money. Not at all. Um, um I'm not sure what's happened there, but also Red Velvet as well, because after lockdown they started off really well as well, didn't they? And um mm. last few weeks I don't think it's gone their way to be fair. Well, Kingfisher have been on a really decent run. Um, so I, I don't know what's happened there. Um, but Red Velvet uh, lo- winning, losing one and drawing the other game with, with Kingfisher. Uh, Elton Town and New Cross drawing one. And New Cross coming out with a big win, getting one of our results of the week. Um, just trying to they've, nicked some more, they've nicked some more Woolwich 90 players, that's why. Yeah, I bet they have. I bet they have. They've folded Woolwich 90. <laughs> and South East Athletic Maroon uh, getting that win against Orpington Eagles. In the first game, they got a win. So two teams that probably needed the six points 
shared the spoils. That's not going to help any of their uh, seasons too much. Petswood Vultures winning 3-1 against B Young Stars in the, in the first game of their double banker. Uh, Phoenix Knights and Forza ended 1-0 to Phoenix Knights in their first game. And as I said, Red Velvet and Kingfisher was 1-0 in their first game. Uh, don't like how full-time is at the moment with all these double bankers. Uh, Junior Reds played, Junior Reds seniors played Spring Hill United Reserves uh, in the first game. Uh, the Reserves won 1-0 and in the second game, Junior Reds won 2-1. We can only expect that Chris turned up for the second game in that one. Gibbs, It was all think? going well and he stuck his oar in and then they've lost. He turned up demanding rum and it all went Pete Tong. Always does, mate. Probably fucking... He's come up with a dodgy water, hasn't he? <laughs> in Div 3, a uh, big game in Division 3 uh, on Sunday. Borden Sports Reserves, the Bandits, um, drawing nil-nil with Welling Park Spartans in their first game. And in the second game of Double Banker, the Reserves, the Bandits came out 2-0 winners. Um, so four points for the Baldwin Reserves boys. That's a good day for them against Welling Park Spartans. Tough side. Fucking Eddie and his bandits. Yeah, they're looking good, aren't they? Yeah, unfortunately so, mate. Unfortunately so, but fair play to them. They're just, uh, they just can't be stopped at the minute, can they? No. They're very well, well drilled and oiled. Exactly. Elton Lions continue their brilliant run uh, from after lockdown, beating South Ballers 6-2. Uh, and in the second game, it was one all. <clears throat> but good day for Elton Lions. They're much improved. I don't know what's happened with Elton Lions. Um, they're looking the part now, Gibbs. Yeah, mate. And again, obviously on games of the week this week, they're in it this week. So um, some real, real good games and tasty fixtures. And uh, maybe they just acquired a few more players that um, maybe went off to obviously play Saturdays and couldn't play Sundays as well. And maybe their squads just come back together. So um, they've always been a good side. So fair play to them. Yeah, they're enjoying they're enjoying things at the moment. Well done to Elton Lions in the last game in Division Three. Uh, Abbey Mead winning four 0 against Rustlers. It's these results that give us hope that Abbey Mead will finally um, fulfil their their destiny and win and, and win the league. They never title. played the second game because they was on the phone to the London FA. <laughs> Did you see that today? On he's been media? waiting. All, he's been waiting three days for him to answer the phone on a skeleton service. <laughs> Hopefully, um, that it was that just the one game that wasn't a second that wasn't a double banker yesterday. No, he's on the committee, isn't he? It's one game. Okay. <laughs> committee boys don't get two games, mate. I see. I see. That's how it works. Uh, in Division Four, uh, Bexley Hawks uh, and the Peoples played each other in the first game. The Peoples won four two. Oh, so oh, wait, wait. The first game. So why is it on our list that the three one is first? And the 4-2 is down the bottom as the second game. I was robbed of a point here, I tell you. <laughs> I tell just... you, robbed of a point. Full time does it alphabetically, stupid. Stupid. Yeah, but it says here, Jamie, the 10 o'clock kickoff was 4-2 to the Peoples. Yeah, and you never guessed that. Oh, you see, you never guessed that, Gibbs. No, I bet Hawks, don't I? <laughs> what are you moaning about like, then? Are we batting with the bins at Aldi, you prick? <laughs> Yeah, back. <laughs> yeah, so the first one was 4-2 to Bexley Hawks and the second game was 3-1, 4-2 to the Peoples 
and the second game was 3-1 to Bexley Hawks. Uh, Bexley Hawks with title hopes. Uh, that's going to dent them a little bit, not get not getting the six points there. Uh, Bexley Heath against Borden Sports B was awarded as a walkover. And the two games were awarded to Bexley Heath. Don't know what's happened to Borden Sports B. They started back quite well from from lockdown, um, but don't know what's happened there. Uh, Dance and Albion played Bexley Athletic. Where's the ice cream van coming from? Who's asked? It's mine. It's outside. <laughs> Get me a corn. He I've knows t- he normally has that banana split with a chocolate. <laughs> I told my kid. I told my kids that when the music's on, it means he hasn't got any ice cream, so they never ask. How about that? You're that absolute stingy bastard. <laughs> Can't be giving my kids ice cream at six o'clock at night. They'll be up all they'll be up all night. Anyway, Dance Dance and Albion against Bexley Athletic ended in two wins for Dance and Albion, three nil and two one. Bexley uh Bexley Athletic struggling really this season in the league. Uh, I guess all eyes for them will just be on their cup final later on. I think it's this week. Um, or later on in the month. So good luck to the Bexley boys there. Well done, Dance and Albion returning to some form. Uh, Footscray Lions White played Junior Red Sports, and that game was four uh, nil in the first game and three all in the second game. So well done uh, to Junior Red Sports getting four points on the day. Um, Sell played Mottenham Forest. That one ended four nil in the first game to Sell. And 2-1 to Fo- Mottenham Forest in the second game. Mottenham Forest, much improved. One of those much improved teams uh, since lockdown. In Division 5, um, New Elton Wanderers tasting the bitter the bitter taste of defeat again this week against... Um, the Red Star Sharks. Red Star Sharks. 8-0 to Red Star. Looking quite ominous for them uh, now. Well done to Red Star. Uh, Advert Mighty Royals lost 3-1 to Sun South London Athletic and 2-1. So two losses for uh, South London Athletic. Uh, Bexley Wanderers beat Chimera 4-2 and they beat Bexley Wanderers 4-2. So points shared there. AFC Beckenham uh, beat Eltham 2-1 and Eltham beat AFC Beckenham 2-0. So point shared again. We're seeing so many shares in the in the double bankers, boys. Do you think that is that tiredness, or do you just think once teams work each other out, that's they they just know the tactics for the second game? What, what are your thoughts? I think it's a bit of everything, to be honest. I think it's a bit of tiredness. I think it's in the second game that you start players that you might not necessarily started for the 90 minutes on a normal game. Um, no disrespect. Um I just think a lot of it comes into play. Uh, probably the, where the pitches are so hard that people are picking up injuries or people's legs can't sustain it. Um, I think it's just a, a combination of everything, to be honest. Maybe when you win the first game, you go out in the second game with, oh, we're going to win this game type of thing again. And the time just flies by. So I just think it's a combination, if I'm being honest. Uh, Barker three, Old Fortronians three. Um, and Barker winning 2-1 in the first game of those two. So Barker with four points yesterday. Uh, Peckham Rye played uh, Beacons. Was this a double banker? Yep. This is a double banker. Uh, Peckham Rye coming out 3-2 winners in the first game. I'm trying to find 
Beacons. I believe it was a two-one loss in the in the second in the second game. And the Beacons put the lights out of Peckham Rye Boys two-one in the second game, Gibbs. I believe so. I uh, believe so. But they got a win in the first game. Does that mean the lights flickering at the, at the reserves, or is it? Are they still struggling at the moment? They're okay. They're they're doing they're doing all right, mate. To be fair, they've had a few injuries and um, they're trying to regroup. Um, and over the last few weeks, things have been getting better. And um, over the next two weeks, they've got two double bankers that um, should we say no disrespect, but against the bottom two teams, so they're very um, they're they're very uh, got a good chance of maybe picking up twelve points, hopefully, which will push them up the league. <clears throat> fair play. Uh... In Division 6, the second best division in Westfar. The best division. Kingfisher Rezies won 6-1 in one of their games against Our Lady Celia's. Uh, oh, the old Kingfish Sharks. Let's yeah, bang 11-2. And, uh, Absolute shoddy behaviour. <laughs> I feel drawing 3-0 with Bexy Village Vets. Uh, Las Cabras didn't make it to their game against Lewisham Athletic and two, away, two walkovers were awarded to Lewisham Athletic. That doesn't help. Uh, they were celebrating. It. They were still celebrating their second cup final of the season. <laughs> Don't talk about that. Uh, the People's <laughs> Reserves beating the Spitfires 7-2 and then 5-1 in the return fixture. Uh, that's a big loss for Spitfires yesterday after... Uh, uh, Sunday, sorry. After uh, some good run of... A good run of form for them, it must say, in recent weeks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there, to be honest. Maybe the, the squad didn't show up, but um, I'm sure they'll regroup and come back with some good results. Chimera Reserves lost 4-2 to impressive Falconwood Reserves um, and Our Lady Seniors lost 5-1 to Kingfisher Sharks. That's, yeah, 11-2 on aggregate over two games for the Sharks. Do you know what I mean? What can terrible behaviour. Terrible behaviour. Absolutely sick of it. Um, I've got them in. I've got the sharks quite soon, actually, against someone. So I'll be interested to to see them. A few in, pens, in few pens for the someone. <laughs> in Division Seven, the best division in West for the Silkgrass Roots Podcast Sex Network. The best division. The best division. Sporting Sporting Greenwich losing um, four three and three nil to Greenwich Hotshots. Uh, that probably makes Greenwich Hotshots the best team in Greenwich yesterday with six points. Um, Intercross three, uh, Sid Cup one, Spring Hill Old Boys one all with lesser FXI, uh, Bosco losing four one to Villacourt and three one Villacourt beating Bosco uh, in the two days. Villacourt much improved this year and they are yeah. really really pleased to see they're they're having a go. They're going to get they look like they're going to get promoted this season. Yeah, really fit. well done to them. To be fair, last season obviously they was um, propping up the division. Now this season they've they've come on a lot more impressive, picking up results and um, very like the vocal on social media about scoring goals. You love to see it improving yeah. clubs. You love to see it massively. They've had to rebuild two years in a row and they've done it well. So congratulations, boys! Uh, Elton Lions getting a three-two win away at Avery Avery Hill. Um, champions elect Catholic Club getting a two-one win against uh, Rosen Crown. Um, good account of themselves then, uh, Rosen Crown, because Catholic Club have been absolutely battering teams all season. Um, Rosen Crown with a with some credibility at least coming out of that uh, loss yesterday. Lesser FXI and Springle Old Boys um, was two one to Springle United 
uh, old boys in the first game. So what Chris has done is he's 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 turned up for the second game of the Reses, and he's not. He, that's the only game he's gone to yesterday. Dan, do you think? So yeah, I reckon. I reckon I got. I reckon I got pumped. I reckon that the first game the old boys <laughs> drew one all, so he thought, "Fuck that, I'm not having this." So he's gone to the reserves game, and then he's fucked them up as well. <laughs> I think so. Uh, Sid Cup and Intercross was two all in their game in their, one of their double bankers yesterday. <clears throat> as we said, just as we said earlier, Villacourt getting two wins against bottom of the table Bosco. Uh, seven goals for Villacourt boys yesterday. Well done. Uh, into London, the London Cups. Uh, there were three Westford teams in action. In the Sunday Challenge Cup, which is the Senior Cup, uh, under the radar, finally <clears throat> finally lose uh, on penalties yesterday after nil-nil uh, at full time. Uh, the game went to penalties and it was 4-2 to Hammersmith Town. And we knew Hammersmith Town weren't going to be an easy an easy ride for under the radar. Uh, sounds like a, I know a nil-nil, but I bet that was probably a good nil-nil game. I bet there yeah. was... Um... Lots of attacking play, um, lots of physicality during the game. And um, penalties doesn't surprise me, to be honest. It, it, it was a draw for that, that that period of time. But AFC Hammersmith, a really good side. I said that last week. And yeah. um, it was always going to be a tough tough day at the office for under the radar. So, But fair play to both sides, though. Well done uh, to Hammersmith Town. I don't, I don't know the draw, um, but it won't be an easy team waiting for them in the next round. In the trophy... Two Westford teams, Mildeen uh, beating Belmont Athletic from the Met League. Uh, 3-0, well done to Mildeen uh, and Sporting Continental, who beat Blackheath um, comfortably in the last round, went on to beat Crayford Athletic. Seven Mildeen, the last man standing. Mildeen, the last man standing in a Sunday trophy. Um, mm. where they, oh, Forza are still about as well in the, in the London Cups as well, aren't they? Yeah, they might be in the, the Cup, the London cup they've got a trophy and a cup haven't they yeah but um we said it though earlier on that i like hugo and sporting continental good good side but they shouldn't they're they're far too good for that cup when we we played them last year in that cup and we was like division four um and we knew then that they was far too good for that cup to be honest they should be mixing it with the with the big like the, the big boys hammersmith under the radar you know well they play in the second tier of the southern sunday um, yeah, but they play in that though. But the the season before last, they was in the prem, but they folded, and then when they went to rejoin again, they had to restart in the in the lower tier. So they are they've got all their players. So they are a prem side. They just started in the lower tier. Okay, well they can only play <clears throat> they can only play in the cup they're put in, and they've done the business so far. Oh yeah, and as I say, fair play to them. And um, if you, if they get put in there, they'll play in there. But they they could warrant going up. That's what I mean. Playing in the in the top cup. Mildeen go on to play um, Spartans of the Quarter Municipal Prem uh, in the next round in the semi-final, which is a tall a tall order. Um, but if anyone can upset uh, form guides, it's it's Mildeen. Uh, they hundred percent again though. But no, it's not Spartans' fault. Same it ain't Sport Continental's fault. But how can Mildeen be in what Div Div three? They're Div, uh, they're Div one, aren't Div they? One, sorry, sorry, Div one. And they're playing a prim side from Croydon. How does how does that work out? Yeah, I mean, apparently, one league is saying that the league get asked, and another another league is saying no, we were never consulted. Um, mm-hmm. The teams just get put in where they're put in. So, you know, someone's either the county 
the, the London FA have asked one league where they'd like their teams to be put in <laughs> and, and not another league. Who knows? Who knows? But um doesn't seem doesn't seem particularly fair to me that Mildeen uh, and Crayford Athletic, who play in low divisions in Westford, are coming up against teams that play in high in high uh, divisions in their own league. But it, as I say, it is what it is uh, with that one. Thank you, Gibbs. Let's get on with the Albinton and Bromley results from yes uh, from Sunday. It's not Monday. I must keep remembering that it is Tuesday. Right. Straight into the senior division and Portland uh, after their um, Sunday FA Cup exploits have met uh, Hatcham and it was a good old fashioned shellacking. I wish Portland had scored one more, then I could have had my favourite result. But 8 1 to Hatcham yesterday. Uh, Jamie, it seems that Hatcham are now starting to take this, this relegation battle seriously. Just a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, that's ridiculous. My nil nil prediction was close. Yeah. When last week with your predictions, all eight one was closer to your fuck it results, wasn't it? Yeah, but I, I went nil nil for that, and then the one of the other games was nil nil. Fucking joke. <laughs> uh, big win for Hatcham uh, yesterday. And obviously had obviously had the fucking boys out, didn't they? They had the Spice Boys out yesterday or uh, Sunday by the by the looks of it. Uh, Lambeth All-Stars played Groundhoppers and uh, Lambeth All-Stars grabbing a win, a rare one uh, in recent times against Groundhoppers in the first game and Desmond in the second game. Groundhoppers grabbing a valuable point yesterday, uh, Sunday. I'm going to stop saying that in a minute, yesterday. Uh, Kenningwell played Lullingston in a double banker over the weekend and... The Tigers grabbing two, three nil wins. Um, it's looking a little bit slippery for Lullingston uh, now in the senior division with with three going down this season, Jamie. As uh, we all thought they would be comfortable, didn't they? And they've just kind of slipped down there. And then we hatch them, <clears throat> looking like they're going to pick up more results. Um, and Beckley getting some wins and stuff because they were obviously down there before. It's, <laughs> yeah, they're all scrambling to get away for that trap door. Yeah, so, Lillingstone will need to pick up. I mean, we know they can, but they'll need to start picking up results soon. In the Prem Division, uh, the Wall uh, climb up the table with a 5 0 win against struggling Hatcham Vista. Um, Blendon 4 1 win against FC Elmstead. Uh, that got one of our results of the week, um, along with the Hatcham game, I believe. that That's a fantastic result. Uh, Elmstead don't really lose like that, and Blendon are back in. Uh, title contention or or promotion to go up from the the prem division this season, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And Craven Park one, Farnborough reserves one. Does is that is that grasp? They looking like dead certs to go up this season. Jamie is, is Farnborough losing that losing that chase? Uh, well, yeah, they're not top are they? So. He's certainly not leading it, but that's that's a big ball for Matt and his lads. Um, the, the double bankers weren't really helping them. No. But, um, yeah, surprised at that result. But I guess you've got to see a fair play to Craven Park for digging in and getting the draw. Yeah, good a good uh, point for Craven Park, struggling at the bottom of the division. Uh, Blendon against um, Farnborough Reserves, I think, this weekend coming, um, which makes it a massive game for Farnborough. Lose that and they may have to stay in 
the Prem Division next season. Let's wait and see what happens. LSE Giants played Metrogas and Metrogas uh, winless again. LSE winning 3-2. Congratulations to LSE. Uh, in Division 1, uh, Beckenham Rovers 4, Chislehurst 0. That'll be better for the Beckenham Rovers boys. They were getting sick of losing. 4-0 uh, win is big for them, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good, good result now to get back to when and ways. Well done to the boys. Uh, Bexley United 2, Club Langley 4. Resurgent Club Langley, it has to be said. Where are these results coming from? Yeah, surprised at that. I thought that made their draw and be like a, a low scoring one, going one goal win either way. So, yeah. surprised <clears> at that. Big win for Club Langley. Uh, in the, the two title hopers from Division 1, uh, played each other at Sporting Club Thamesmead this weekend. Sporting Club Thamesmead getting a 3-1 win. Huge, huge win for Sporting Club Thamesmead. But the job's not done yet, Jamie. No, and they'll know that. Um, that's a bit of revenge for them. Uh, from the last time they played, I think that's the end up at one over them. So they're pleased to get that result back. But yeah, there's still a lot of work to do for them. Into Division 2 and sitting proudly there in the top of the um, results, Greenwich Mariners 3, DC Football nil. Jamie, tell us the tale of the tape. Um, so, aye, we, um, obviously we did pretty well in the second game against Sydney last week, so we decided to kind of stick with close to what we had there and how things went, so we set up pretty similar. Um, spoke about a few things before the game, tactically we could do, um, they spent more time than the geezer putting at cones for about an hour before the game and they turned up 10 minutes before kick-off and barely did a warm-up. Um, so, yeah, we got we got out of the traps relatively early. Scored from a, a set. We, we hurt them on set-pieces the last time we played. We didn't really aim to kind of use that as a tactic because when they turned up, we were all about 6 foot 8. So, um, but, we yeah. Couple of goals for set pieces. Damali got the first, then their keeper made the arse the second one, just passed it straight to Raf. And he put it into the internet and then the third one was a nice little front post header from Ard. So all our forward players got on the score sheet, which is always nice. So at three now, looking pretty comfortable, then Captain had a bit of a brain fart and decided to give away a penalty. So no arguments about that. And then I mean to be fair to the boy it was a terrible penalty, but Barry saved it with his feet put it well up in the air so there was no rebound and that I felt was a moment where we looked like we were going to win it so 3-0 at half time which was the case for the last time we played them as well um, so we spoke about managing the game properly and that's exactly what we did to be fair to DC they try and do the right things um, they try and not the ball about but they're all, they're all far like there's just they played in front of us for the whole game um, Barry had very little to do only a couple of saves um, and yeah, we were pretty comfortable, to be fair. Good win. And obviously, uh, the big news in Division 2 today is Southwark Town um, folding for the season yeah. as a minimum or saying goodbye to uh, the Alberton and Bromley on social media. Um, how does that change the sort of landscape of Division 2 uh, for the for the teams at the top? I think everyone everyone took points off each other, so it's not really going to affect... Yeah, still looks pretty. Still looks pretty over. I mean, I think the advantage is still with West Wickham and Royal Southwark, um, having the games in hand over Sydney, but they still have points on the board. So it'll be interesting to see how it, it pans out. But I think it's more 
relevant for the teams at the bottom because we hadn't played for up yet, so we don't really nothing happens to us. But some teams have managed to make results off them, which have now been wiped. So if anything, it probably helps us out a little bit. Okay, well, we say goodbye to Southwark Town, an entertaining team um, on and off the pitch at times. So uh, where they end up, who knows? Let's see. Uh, hopefully the club can keep going in some some kind of way. Uh, Lesser Albion played Broccoli and came out 4-0 winners. Uh, Royal Southwark and West Wickham, uh, as, title, uh, as title contending games often do in elite football, uh, it sounds like it was a 0-0. Uh, ball. They ashamed of themselves, the pair of them. Absolutely ashamed of themselves. <laughs> the she made them replay it just to score a fucking goal. Uh, Royal Southwark obviously scoring for fun. West Wickham uh, have scored um, a lot of goals this season as well. And yeah, obviously, fucking put nine by us. <laughs> uh, nil nil. So we talk, we'll, we'll talk to West Wickham about that later. Uh, Thameside, uh, Thameside Albion. Uh, Went to Sydney Sports, which is the home ground anyway, and Sydney coming out 4-1. Winners, uh, big win. Sydney can need to win and get all these points on the board as their uh, as their title rivals um, have games in hand. All Sydney can do, Jamie, is keep getting the three points each week. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, they know fine well. The other two are coming for them now. So they just got to try and keep their noses in front and then see what happens. Let's see what goes. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, Division three, Kingsdale losing 5-2 to New Beckenham. Kingsdale's end of season slump has started. Mm-hmm. It happens each year. Sadly yeah. for the boys. Uh, Manorwood nil at Phoenix Sports 3-0 yesterday. Uh, Crayford Arrows losing 2-1 to Halstead. Good win for Halstead. Uh, Manorwood beating Phoenix Sports 3-2-0 in the reverse of their uh, double banker yesterday. Uh, Manorwood's good season continues. Um, Phoenix Sports 3 stuttering over the line towards the end of the season. Uh, a lot of people had hopes for them of doing well. They looked the business at the beginning of the season, not so good towards the end. Uh, Hayden Sports back at it with a 4-3 win over SMCA. That's a lot tighter than I expected it to be, uh, that one. Yeah, but I think Hayden has a couple of dodgy results the last couple of weeks so I don't know if there's maybe some player issues there um, or whatever but um, yeah that three points should get them back on course it should uh, Les Christchurch against Hatch and Beckham Manor postponed uh, both of their games were I don't know what's happened there uh, Elmstead Hawks against Hayden Youth Reserves is voided a lot of Elmstead Hawks games being void yeah, um, I don't know if season. maybe they've if they've chucked that and all. Don't Perhaps. know if they've called it a day. We haven't seen any announcements. Uh, FC United of Bromley against Broccoli Reserves in Division 4 ended 2-0 to Bromley. Uh, Ministry of Ball getting a good 3-0 win against the Warren. Uh, Broccoli Reserves returning the favour to FC United of Bromley um, with a 3-2 win. Good win for Broccoli Reserves. Uh, and Crayway finally getting a good win this season against Petswood Ravens 4-0 and I saw our mate Aiden was on the score sheet, Jamie. Oh, so he turned up for that game? Yeah, thanks. Fucking him. <laughs> Just don't like him. Big surprise in um, Division 4. Ellis Athletic losing 1-0 to Croydon Town Reserves. Huge result for Division 4. Ellis looking clear um, so far this season after a, a, getting a point against title rivals Hatch and Beckham and Manor. Um, Croydon Town uh, with a surprise 1-0 win. Uh, the Warren beat 
Ministry of Ball, 1-0. Uh, Kingsdale Reserves in Division 5 lost 4-2 to Tudor Sports Rangers. That that uh, end-of-season slump is happening in both teams across Kingsdale. No, uh, just, Jeremy. They should only play until Christmas and then chuck it. <laughs> uh, South London Spartans beating Mike Strong Memorial-sponsored FC Peak 2-1. Uh, talking about slumps at the end of the season, AFC Wilgar losing 9-2 to Inter Milne and Inter Milne denying me my favourite result again. Inter Milne have been all right since we've come back, Jamie. Notice they're getting some wins that weren't happening before. Yeah, but um, I'm sure that'll be the biggest one that they've ever had. Yeah, well done to Inter Milne. I uh, don't know what's happening at Wilgar, um, but they're looking like they're about to fluff um, the Division 5 title. Uh, ben Hurst, nil, uh, losing 3-0 to Crayford Arrows Reserves. FC Peak returned the um, favour and beat South London Spartans 2-0. Well done to Phil and the lads. Uh, Orbiton Colts losing 4-1 to Phoenix Sports 5. Oh, the Colts. Um, mm-hmm. And Kingsdale Reserves getting a win against Tudor Sports Rangers. To, uh, Kingsdale Reserves winning the first game in their double banker against Tudor Sports. Uh, in the London Challenge, London Sunday Challenge Cup, it seems the SE Dons are absolutely invincible. Since that loss to Hatcham and the draw, um, it seems to have given them one kick up the bum. And Jamie, they're looking unstoppable. Winning 6-1 in the latter stages of the London Cup is a massive win. It is. It's a fantastic result. It's not as good as the 9-0 for Hawksbrook Wanderers that you missed out there, so I don't think they'll be too happy. But We're Saving the um, best till last. Hawksbrook Wanderers beat Hayes uh, Oldboys 9-0. 9-0. Yeah. If it's not 8-2, <laughs> it doesn't catch the eye. Um, no. So that was obviously that's a great result for Hawksbrook, regardless of who they're playing. But as we said, yeah, I don't know who Dons have got in the next round now, but they'll be fancying themselves for at least a couple of trophies this year. Yeah, I mean, there's the, the London Cup and the, the senior division in Yelpton and Bromley. I think it's very much, the league is very much in their own hands. Um, but if they obviously win all their games, they'll win the league. Uh, London Cup is a bit different, but um, I mean, no one would want to would want to draw the Dons in the next round. Would they? Definitely not. I don't, <laughs> even, I mean, I don't even know who's left. I think there's quite a few OBDS and Hill teams left, like Kenningwell might still be in it. Anywell, anyway, uh, uh, Lambeth maybe still in it. Or, or, no, yeah. Lambeth well, lost. Hatch, 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 yeah, that, imagine that if them two draw each other. Hatcham, uh, Hammersmith Town, SE Dons, Kenningwell. Um, interesting. We'll look to see the draw on that one as soon as we we get it. We'll put it out on the next podcast uh, in the Junior Cup. Uh, AFC Rose from Barnet, uh, the Barnet Sunday Football League, beat Italia Westills five two. A uh, lovely touch by the Italia Westills uh, guys after the game. Uh, Alex, the AFC Rose um, goalkeeper and contributor to one of our other podcasts all around the leagues. They they presented him with a, a Westills shirt and I thought that was a lovely touch. It is. Um, it's a shame that you threw it in the bin after, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's, that's very good. Um, fair play to them for that. AFC Rose go through to the next round. Maybe they play, maybe they'll play Forza. In, in the next round, who knows? Um, thank you, Jamie. On to the Quarter Municipal results with Roger. Still here. Hi, Rog. Thanks for yeah. waiting. It's, it's okay. 
I don't uh, mind. <laughs> so we'll get straight into the results for uh, Sunday into the Michael Donovan yeah. Premier Division. A double double header between Bozjam and Saha. Both games going Saha's way. A 3-0 and a 3-1 win for the boys. Uh, Rory mm. Deacon grabbing three over the two games. Uh, Kieran Cadogan, is that is it Kieran his name, Roger? Kieran Cadogan, yeah. Kieran grabbing two um, over the two games. Uh, they're, they're, they'll be pleased to get those two wins. Uh, they need to start getting all the points they can as well, don't they, Roger, to, to try and build up ahead of steam before playing. They, they play Spartans again, don't they, pretty soon? Yeah, they've still got to play them at some point. Um, don't know when. But yeah, the boys, I know speaking to the manager, the first team, they were, they were desperate to, to get their season back on track after two bitterly disappointing results. Um, so yeah, they'll be delighted to, to get back to winning ways. Um, Bosch Jam, probably a, that was a, a no game for them, really, um, looking at their fixtures. But yeah, the first team were delighted to get back on track. Six points on the board. Well done, boys. Uh, the Selk curse seems to have hit Quad and JFC. Once we've started bigging them up, they get beaten 2-0 by Santos. Yeah, I think Santos now started, they've won their last two, I think. Now, Santos, uh, they've sort of finally decided now's the right time to put some results together. Seeing as they were languishing uh, towards the bottom of the table. Um, but yeah, um, JFC um, looked like they was going to go on a run, but uh, had that halt- halted well, Sanders is supposed to play Croydon uh, this week. Uh, they don't seem to have a game Sanders did this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Pitches PS- are chopping and changing. Uh, I think Russell's got a difficult job um, with pitch availability and stuff. So, Yeah. yeah. PSG play uh, played Batsy Ironside and a big 5-1 win for uh, the PSG boys. They'll be pleased with that. Uh, Batsy Ironside has been a good side a good team this season uh, but 5-1 you can only be happy with that yeah it seems that the teams at the bottom are starting to pick some results up um, now um, so it's going to make it interesting over the next few weeks as to, as to who's going to sort of finish in the bottom two um, like I said Sander said have got dragged right into it uh, looks like Santos and PSG are finding a bit of form just at the right time when needed absolutely looking like um, they're going to save themselves from uh, relegation if they keep this good form up against top sides like that um, it's yeah. only going to be the only way we'll be up for uh, PSG so well done on that one boys uh, in Division 1 uh, two double headers on uh, Sunday FC Centurions against Selsden uh, Selsden Town winning uh, 2-1 and 3-1 against a decent Centurion side but we that probably a, a textbook couple of wins for Selsden yeah I think uh, I think Selsden was saying on social media that um Centurions um, give them a good give them a good game so fair play to them um, but yeah I mean you expect nothing but six points from Selton on their march to, to, to back to the Premier Division looking very much likely uh, Cobbs played Southside Blues uh, Southside Blues coming out with a 7-2 win against Cobbs uh, that's a real sort of eye-catching result well done to Southside Blues yeah uh, yeah and I mean they think they picked up four, four points from Casuals the week before in a double header. So another team that's finding form just at the right time to pull themselves away from, from the relegation scrap. Um, surprising result because Cobbs were looking good um, before before the latest lockdown. Yeah. Um, but th- their results are sort of tailed off and Southside Blues are sort of, sort of marching their way up the table. Yeah. Um, so fair play to them. They've stuck at it after a difficult start into the, into, into the Croydon League. 
um, yeah, it's good to see. Absolutely. The next result is your one, Rog. Oh, uh, yeah. Saha 11 taking on Addiscombe Casuals. It was never going to be an easy an easy day uh, for you guys, but tell us a tale on the tale of the tape. Saha 11 losing 2-1 to Addiscombe Casuals. Yeah, it was a, it's, a, it's a tough one to take because for, I don't know, sort of 60, 70 minutes, we were on top. We were in control. It looked like it was going to be a sort of a good professional win for us. Um, there wasn't much chances created again by both sides, but um, like I said, we were on top. Um, we scored a good goal um, from Sanchez, scored a cracking goal. Um, and yeah, looked in control and captain got injured. Um, sort of 65 minutes, um, changed it round and um, Casuals got a goal back from a sloppy pass uh, from midfield by us. Give, it, give the ball away again, cheaply. Um, Casuals punished us and then the momentum just swung in their favour. Um, and they looked like the team that was going to go on to win and they did that right at the death they scored uh, from a corner. Um, so yeah, we need to buck our ideas up uh, because we've been in terrible form of late. Um, yeah, what do you, what do you think? Sort of I mean, we've seen Chelsea dropping off, uh, Woodside picking up a 7 4 win against Chelsea, but Chelsea have lost a few. Uh, do you count yourself still in the promotion pack, Roger? Or are you, um, I, t- oh, I don't know. Realistically, I think it may just be beyond us this season now, unfortunately. But you know, who knows? We've still got a big, but we've still got to play Selson again, Lambeth Lions again. Casuals again, so you know it, um, it, we could pull some results out, but it's looking unlikely now that we'll, we'll get promoted. Unfortunately, just all you, I mean, using all these big games against Selsden and um, Lambeth as, as a free shot, perhaps, and maybe just relax it, and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we've got nothing to lose. We come into the season, um, we know we're, we're a new team, we come into the season with sort of hopes of maybe, maybe, maybe nicking promotion. Um, and we started off well, but like I said, the last few weeks we've, we've sort of our levels have dropped, and it just shows that you've got to be at your best to beat these teams. And unfortunately, we just haven't. Um, so yeah, we can. I think we're going into them games. We can relax. It's, I mean, we, we don't. I'd say we've got nothing to lose as such. Um, they'll, they'll go in as favourites, both teams. So yeah, we'll go in, um, give it a good go, and see what we can get out of them. That's the right attitude. As I said, Woodside beating Chelsea Athletic seven. Four yesterday, mm. what a game that must have been. Um, yeah. Mr. Sutherland grabbing a hat trick for Woodside, and there were four other scorers in the game. That's a big win for Woodside Selwick. Uh, Woodside, yeah. sorry, not Woodside Selwick. <laughs> yeah, big win for them because I think they're, they're struggling um, this season, been struggling. Um, although they picked up some, some good wins of late. Um, yeah, I think we got them next week, so they've got their tails up. We'll have to try and put them. Put them, put them back in their place, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> in Division 2, uh, Addiscombe Corinthians played Sarnestead Reserves in a double banker. Uh, Sarnestead getting a 3-2 and a 3-0 win. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's that done, basically, for Division 2 yeah. now. So, yeah, uh, the train just keeps rolling on for, for Sarnestead Reserves, just yeah. picking up wins week in, week out. Um, can't seem to do nothing wrong at the moment. Um, so fair, yeah, fair play to them. They've they've come out this season. They, I think they had a point to prove um, from, from back end of last year. Um, yeah, no one's going to stop them now. Uh, well done, boys. Two wins, six points, uh, adding to the tally. I'm sure mathematically uh, you're nearly there, if not if not already. Uh, Shirley obviously have folded for the season. Hopefully, only for the season. 
and the away win was awarded to Addiscombe Casuals MMFC. Uh, Huxley Guards. I'm not too, I'm on that, I'm not too sure Charlie have folded just yet. I've, 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 I think they're just struggling for numbers. Um, I don't think they would want to fold. Um, whether it be forced upon them, I don't know. Um, but uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully if they do, it's just for this season and they come back mm. next year. Uh, Huxley Guards played gold coaching. Huxley Guards getting a 4-2 win. Well done to yeah. Huxley. Five wins on the bounce for them, Huxley Guards. So they're, they're, good. they're rolling along nicely now. A slow start for them this season, but as you say, definitely definitely picked up of late. So well done to the Huxley boys. Um, and South London Royals lost 3-0 to Souls, uh, the first team of South London Royals struggling a little bit this season, beginning to struggle uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, but a big win for Souls. So well done, boys. Um, into Division 3, Sarnas did thirds, played Woodcote Green 4-0 to... Uh, Sinus in thirds. That's more like it. That's more of the form we expected from them. Yeah, we expected big things from them this season. Uh, I think Amari was quietly confident heading into the season, um, but things haven't gone their way for whatever reason. But yeah, but back back with three points on the board for them. They'll be delighted. Um, and I'm sure Amari will want to start picking up some points now. Um, heading towards the close of the season to try and maybe sneak their way into a promotion place. <clears throat> He bagged yesterday. He bagged on Sunday, should I say? Amari scored, yeah. and Mr. Thomas, Mr. J. Thomas, got a hat trick. Uh, two hat tricks in the quarter municipal yesterday. Uh, well mm-hmm. done to uh, Sinus of Thirds. The next game, a uh, bit of an upset, really. South Sea Wanderers. Uh, we've named them the Sharks. Um, they drew three all with FC Twenty Five. Great point for FC Twenty Five, given South Sea Wanderers' uh, prowess so far this season. Yeah, I, I think. So. I think I saw on social media that 20, FC 25 were losing um, heading into the closing stage. So, a yeah, great result for them. Um, I think South Sea Wanderers were aggrieved with the result. I saw, I saw a post that was that was quickly removed from, from social media right. from them. Um, so, yeah, great result for 25. It keeps them in the mix. Um, but, yeah, I just think it's a minor stumbling block for South Sea. I was going to um, say, well, they grabbed the point. That's not going to ham- that's not going to hurt them too much in that in that no. title chase. No, uh, definitely not. South Sea London, South, South London Royals reserves played Dynamo Duppers, and Dynamo Duppers getting the four-two win, a big win yeah. for Dynamo Duppers uh, against a good a good team in that division. They've more than held their own this season. South London Royals reserves, uh, but Duppers putting them. Uh, to the sword with a 4-2 win. Well done mm-hmm. to, to Dynamo Duppers. Uh, in the London Sunday Trophy Cup, um, FC uh, Spartans, sorry, were at home to FC Baller. I don't know where FC Baller are from. This is the quarterfinal of the cup. Uh, Spartans coming out 3-2 winners. Um, so not not an easy win by the sounds of it. No, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you probably, I think we touched on it earlier on, but you look at probably Spartans and Sporting Continental as the two standout teams in in, in that that cup. Um, it it will make for a good final if they if they do manage to get there. Um, hopefully, Spartans can do the job. But yeah, um, yeah, they've had a few few few, few sort of close games in that Sunday Trophy of Spartans, and um, we took them close in an earlier round. Um, but yeah, it just shows that. They've got, they've got the players that, that can win games. Um, good side Spartans and fingers crossed they can go all the way. 
That was Roger's opinion, by the way, that Spartans hopefully can go to the next round. Obviously, as the Croydon, <laughs> as the Croydon Municipal uh, contributor or co-host, um, that's Roger's opinion. We, I, you know, either team going through for me is good. Um, I like. I'm always. I'm always going for the underdog. So uh, let's see what happens. Anyway, um, yeah. but getting to a London Cup semi-final is a good is a good outcome for anybody. Um, so thank you, Roger. Let's get Thanks on. Very much to the West for fixtures for this coming week, the next week with Dan Gibbs. wonder what he's doing. Um, hello. hello. <laughs> are you back? Yeah, I just, I just ate my dinner while you was talking guests. Oh, I'm good. What, 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 you had a yogurt before dinner. That's weird. That's a weird way round, isn't it? Yeah, I was just warming up my belly. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the fixtures for Sunday, the 9th of May. We'll go through all the fixtures and then we'll do our predictions um, after, uh, like we did last week. We found that a bit easier to do. Um, so let's get going. In the Prem, Barnhurst play Peckham Rye in a double banker. So it looks like you've got a series of double bankers to play now, Gibbs. Do you go... Wait, every, every game is a, is a double shuffle for us. And under the radar, just get single games. So very, um, it's corrupt. Remember that the Silk Grassroots podcast probably falls under social media policies of of leagues. It's corrupt. <laughs> We're getting double bankers every week. Under the radar, just plod along with single games. How do you go into this game against Barnhurst on Sunday, Gibbs? Any different to last week or is it just... With some, um, cool. with some solid shin pads the size of wicket keepers, a crash helmet. And, uh, and some body armour, probably. <laughs> uh, it should be a good game uh, down at Meridian. Uh, it'll be a bit a bit nicer than, than Hall Place was this Sunday. Um, but I don't, at least it's flatter. Uh, the next game in the Prem is Jam against Borden Sports A. That should be a really good game. Uh, looking forward to seeing the result of that one. That's a double banker again. Uh, Alpington Rovers play Springer United in a double banker. And under the radar, play Junior Reds in a single. Oh, a single picture. game! Shocking! Everyone's got a double banker, but under the radar. Okay, in the senior <laughs> division. <laughs> in the what senior division, you can't write it, can you? What are you saying, Gibbs? What are you trying to say? I'm Gibbs? saying everyone else is knocking their bollocks week in, week out, doing fucking double bankers, and UTR just plod along. Go, oh, yeah, mate. We'll have a we'll have a game this week. One game, yeah. Don't worry about us. That's fine. <laughs> We've got a thirty-five man squad, but we'll play ninety minutes. Do you know what I mean? Is that Mike Varillo up to his old tricks again? I don't know, mate. I think Mike Varillo is looking for a transfer in the summer, you know, going under that umbrella. But it's, <laughs> it's a liberty, mate, honestly. Double bankers for everyone. UTR, not one double banker, yeah? Mm. Do you need to speak to someone, Gibbs? I need to talk to Frank. <laughs> <laughs> in the senior division, rising talents play Blackheath uh, and Erif Athletic. Uh, the big game of the day is Sporting Club Thamesmead 90 taking on FC Royals. I think with the games in hand, uh, that's a big a big step forward for Sporting Club Thamesmead 90 uh, on Sunday, especially with Burridge Blues. If they get a win there uh, against Royals, that'll be a massive result. Uh, Black Fen against Rising Talents is a double banker. Uh, Falconwood play uh, Northern Eagles fresh legs for the Falconwood boys after not playing this weekend due to their uh, voided fixture or their um, away or their 
awarded games against Woolwich 90. I think it was worded. Uh, Footscray Lions with a tough task against Bulltucks in Division 1. Uh, Blackheath played Crayford Arrows. Crayford Arrows going really well in Division 1 uh, so far this season. Uh, Blackheath uh, hitting a sticky patch of form. Um, so that could be a really good game down at Crofton Albion. Um, well in town, visit uh, Meridian. That'll be a good game. Uh, and Mildeen play Borden Sports. That will be a battle uh, on Sunday. Two teams, uh, really good. Uh, that will be, as I say, that will be a battle. Uh, Mottenham Park Rangers play Crayford Athletic. Crayford on the back of a big loss on Sunday in the London Cup will look to uh, take that take that loss out on uh, Mottenham Park Rangers and get a win back themselves. Uh, Ball Tarks against Crayford uh, Footscray Lions is a double banker. Um, another one. Be Young Stars against AFC Kingfisher. That looks like a good game, Gibbs, that one. Be Young Stars, good on their day. Kingfisher in red hot form. Um, yeah, that should be a really good, interesting game, to be honest. I look forward to seeing the outcome of that, of that result. Both playing really well at the minute and um, both scoring goals and uh, Kingfisher defending really well at the minute so um, should be an interesting one well good game uh, Granite play Phoenix Knights uh, SE Maroon play Elton Town uh, and a big game on Sunday is New Cross against Red Velvet that looks like a really good game uh, two teams yeah. who, who play football um, Red Velvet uh, not been fantastic form wise but um, New Cross improving uh, maybe they're going to meet uh, in the middle and and put, have a real good game on Sunday. Uh, Elton Eagles, Alberton Eagles, sorry. I think I call them Elton Eagles every single week. Um, Alberton <laughs> Eagles play Petswood Senior Vultures. Uh, the AFC Kingfisher game is a double banker, as is the Elton Town game against SC Maroon and the Phoenix Knights game against Granite. Um, big game in Division 3 is Welling Park Spartans playing Abbey Mead. Uh, that'll be a battle. Uh, Woolwich Royals looking to try and rekindle their season uh, with a game against the Spring Hill United Reserves boys. Um, Borden Sports Resis play Elton Lions in a massive game. Uh, Elton Lions have been in great form um, just of late since the lockdown. Borden Sports Reserves pretty much been in good form all season, tripping up perhaps on some of the double bankers gibs, but um, they are looking quite relentless, aren't they? Yeah, they are. To be fair, like we said earlier, well-oiled machine. Fair play to them. They're picking up results, but they're not—they're not conceding either. The, the games are not even kind of close. So I think they're on their way to a title. If I'm honest, I think so. Uh, junior Red Seniors play Alberton Athletic. Uh, South Ballers play Rustlers. Uh, the Abbey Mead Welling Park game is a double banker, as is the uh, Spring Hill Resies against Woolwich Royals. Um, in Division Four, Danson Albion play Mottingham Forest. Shooters of Spartans play Footscray Lions White. The Peoples play Junior Red Sports. That'll be a good game. Uh, Bexley Hawks against Bexley Athletic. The Battle of Bexley, but um, I don't think it's going to be much of a battle. Do you, Gibbs? No, I don't really think that's going to be much of a battle. Probably uh, an invasion and then a kick-ass and get out of a Bexley type thing. Uh, Bexley Athletic's uh, league form has been not good this season. Uh, Bexley Hawks obviously losing one against the Peoples on this um, Sunday just gone. Um, they'll be looking to uh, get some goals and get get three points, but get some goals on the on the board as well this weekend. Uh, Footscray Lions White against Shooters Hill Spartans was a double banker, as was Junior Red Sports against the Peoples. 
and Martin Forest against Danson Albion into Division 5. And Advent Marty Royals play Peckham Rye Reserves. The last time these teams met in a league game, it was a, an old-fashioned pants pulling down and bums being smacked, Gibbs, wasn't it? No lube. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but Advent, they have got better this season, though. Yeah. They've been picking up a few results, and um, and it was only a, a, about a month or so ago that we played them in the semi-final, when it was only 3-1. So, fair, uh, all credit to them, to be honest. Um, um, it's a winnable game, but I wouldn't um, start uh, counting the points just yet. That's a double banker, that one. Uh, Bexley Wanderers play FC Barker. Uh, Old Fortronians play Beacons. South London Athletic play AFC Beckenham. Uh, Chimera play the Sharks of Division 5 and probably possibly Westfire, the Red Star Northfield boys. Come um, on, the Sharks. <laughs> uh, South London Athletic is a double banker with AFC Beckenham. Uh, Beacons against Old Fortronians is a double banker. FC Barker against Bexley Wanderers is a double banker. As I said earlier, Peckham Riot, Mighty Royals, Advent Mighty Royals is a double banker. Uh, and Eltham FC uh, play uh, New Eltham Wanderers in a double banker. And worryingly, that could be an absolute massacre. Uh, Eltham FC, not been fantastic since the restart, it must be said. Um, but New Eltham Wanderers just can't seem to... Eltham Derby there. Bit of an it's an Elton Derby, um, but I think it's going to be it could be a high scoring defeat for the new Elton Wanderers boys. But these double bankers do funny things. Let's wait and see that one at the cult ground uh, in Division Six, the second best division in Westfar. The best of uh, Kingfisher Reserves play Bexley Village Vets, uh, Our Ladies Seniors play Sporting Club, uh, Thamesmead Spitfires. Uh, I think Steve is letting someone else take the wheel while he has an operation or something, isn't he, Gibbs? Yeah, he's. It's not the wheel, mate. It's that whatever whatever drives the Spitfire. What is it? Uh, the 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 joystick. Yeah, he's letting someone else take the joystick, the control panels. And we wish Steve all the best with his operation. Um, it's not a nice, it's not a nice one. It's a long recovery. So, all the best with that one, mate. Um, Draper Close play Falconwood Reserves. Uh, Lewisham Athletic play Tamera. Yeah, come um, on, come on, Lewisham. <laughs> Tamara Reserves. Uh, the People's Reserves play Les Cabras. Uh, Bexley Village Vets against Kingfisher Reserves is a double banker, as is Sporting Club Tennessee Spitfires against Our Lady Seniors. Uh, in Division 7, the best division in Westfire, the Sports, the Selk. Oh, the Sports even skipped it. up himself there. The Selk Grassroots the Podcast. King's the best of this show. <laughs> uh, Sporting Club, uh, Sporting Greenwich play. Lesser FXI, Sick uh, Up play Springhill Old Boys, um, Bosco play Avery Hill, Villacourt play Rose and Crown. Uh, the Avery Hill Bosco game is a double banker. Lesser FXI against Sporting Greenwich is a double banker. Springhill Old Boys against Sick Up is a double banker. Um, Eltham Lions play Intercross. It doesn't look like a double banker. Um, Greenwich Hotshots play the Catholic Club. Uh, interesting game there. Uh, Greenwich Hot Shots. Even, even the teams down in Division 7 play double bankers at UTR, don't. It's a shambles. <laughs> uh, Catholic Club uh, probably looking to see off the, one of the remaining uh, title hopers in that division. So that could be it on Sunday for them. In the London Sunday Trophy, City East FC, not sure where they're from, play Westford's own 
Forza Grinid. So come on, Forza. Uh, unashamedly want you guys to win. So the games of the week this week, Gibbs, the predictions. Uh, Mark Dolby was our guest predictor again from, from Westford this week. Our first game of the week is Sporting Club Thamesmead against FC Royals. Does this one need any introduction whatsoever? No, it doesn't. <laughs> what do you think? I think I like Ronnie down at Thamesmead. Um, but the way Royals are at the minute, I see what I'm going to say Royals one. So you just, you just, I just lost you a little bit there. So can you confirm your guess, please? Royals 3-1. Three, 3-1 one. Three, one to Royals for Gibbs. Uh, Mark Dolby has gone 3-2 to Royals. And do you know what? Just to keep it interesting, I'm going to go 4-2 to Sporting Club Thamesmead. Ooh. Just because I've got a bit of space again between yourself and I, Gibbs, on the on the predictions after a successful five five points to one um, week for me on the predictions. I'm going to back Sporting I Club Thamesmead. This week. That's why I robbed of a point. <laughs> Uh, the next game is uh, one that I highlighted in the uh, run through New Cross against Red Velvet. Now, if they're double bankers, obviously we're just we're just predicting the first game. Uh, New Cross Red Velvet. Mark has gone for a three-all draw in this one. Um, yeah. I'm going to go for I'm going to go three-two New Cross on my prediction. I'm going to go three-three-one New Cross. So we're all. We're all me and you are back in Red Cross and uh, Red Cross. Red Cross. Red Cross. Red, 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 <laughs> if they merge, if they merge, they'll be called Red Cross. Um, we're back in New Cross, and Mark is going for a draw. Uh, the Bandits against Eltham Lions. Uh, Mark has gone two-one to the Bandits. Unsurprisingly, back in his club, his club team. Uh, I'm going to go three-one to the Bandits. What do you think, Gibbs? I'm going to go. This ain't a double banker, is it? Uh, I think so, but we're just doing one of them. We're just doing the first game. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look. Going up the. No, it's a, this is a ninety-minute uh, half ten kickoff. All right, I'm going to go two-two. You're Desmond, are you? Yep. Desmond for Gibbs. <clears throat> uh, in the last game of the predictions, Greenwich Hot Shots against the Catholic Club. Mark Dolby going for a 6-3 to the Catholic Club. I have to say I'm going to go for a 4-1 to the Catholic Club. Gibbs, uh, where are you going? I'm going 6-0. <laughs> 6-0 to who? Well, it ain't Greenwich, that's for sure. I'm going to go to Catholic Club. 6-0 <laughs> for Gibbs. That's a big one, um, as they say. Uh, Gibbs, 6-0 to the Catholic Club. Right, let's get on with the Orbington and Bromley. Can I? I'm going to love you and leave you guys because I need to finish my dinner and jump in the shower for the football. Okay. Well, thank you for telling all of our audience that as well, Gibbs. Au revoir. See you later. Stay blessed. See you later. Bonjour. Ciao, Gibbs. Ciao, Bella. (laughs) (laughs) So, on to the Orbington and Bromley uh, fixtures for the coming week. It looks like we've got two midweek games. Uh, which is great. Uh, Hatcham play Kamazi Strikers uh, tomorrow. And that's on Wednesday, should I say. And Hatcham Beckenham Manor play Hayden Youth Reserves on Thursday. Like a midweek down at Hatcham Beckenham Manor. I've got lots of games to catch up. Uh, yeah, they keep, keep postponing them on a Sunday. They sort of can play them midweek. 
Yeah, they look to they look like they've postponed a couple of double bankers, so um, that's a big big ask for the boys to do all that midweek. Um, let's go through um, the fixtures before we get to the uh, predictions. Kamazi play Portland on Sunday. Uh, that's a double banker. Farnborough play Essie Dons. Uh, big ask for the Farnborough boys, but if anyone can upset the Dons, uh, it's them. Uh, Groundhoppers play Rocker Seniors. That's looking like a real good game. Hatcham play Lambeth All-Stars on Sunday uh, as well. That's a huge game. Really, really uh, exciting game, that one. Uh, in the senior, Portland and Kamazi was a double banker as was Rocker Seniors Groundhoppers. In division in the Prem Division, Elmstead play Hatcham Vista. Any hope for Hatcham Vista this week, Jamie? Nope. <laughs> uh, Metro Gas play Craven Park in what looks like a double banker. Hopefully, uh, Metro Gas finally gets some points on the board uh, this week, but Craven Park with a good point against Farnborough Reserves this weekend. Uh, the Wall play LSE Giants. Um, Farnborough Reserves play Blendon. Uh, that'll be a massive game for deciding the Prem Division title uh, this week. In Division 1, Chislers play Bexley United. Club Langley play AFC Croydon Town. Sporting Club Thamesmead play Groundhoppers, 95, in a double banker. Um, DC, DC Football play West Wickham, uh, tonight's guest. Um, that's the game I'll be refereeing this week. I did the reverse fixture um, at West Wickham's ground earlier in the season, which was an absolute humdinger. Um, so I look forward to that one. X-Blues Hurricanes play Lesser Albion. Uh, Thameside Albion in Division 2 play Broccoli in a double banker. Uh, in Division 3, Crayford Arrows play Hayden. Uh, Manorwood play Wastills in a double banker. New Beckenham play Phoenix Sports 3. Um, Phoenix Sports hit a rough patch of form. Uh, free score in New Beckenham. Uh, we'll fancy that this weekend. Uh, SMCA play Housted in a double banker. Uh, and Lesser Christchurch play Croydon Town Reserves in Division 4. Broccoli Reserves play Crayway in a double banker. Uh, FC United of Bromley play Hatch and Beckenham Manor. I believe that was a 4-1 win to Hatch and Beckenham Manor in another one of their evening games earlier on in the season. Uh, Ministry of Ball play Petswood Ravens. The Warren play Hayden Reserves in a double banker. Um, Crayway play Broccoli Reserves in a double banker. Uh, Hayden Youth Reserves play the Warren. I've just said that. This is all getting very confusing. In Division 5, <laughs> it's so hard to read it. I'm really sorry if I sound ridiculous, everybody. Um, most weeks I do, though, so it's okay. Crayford Arrows Reserves play FC Peak. Hawksbrook Wanderers on the back of a good win this weekend play South London Spartans. Inter Milne in good form. Play the Colts. Come on the Colts in a double banker. Uh, Kingsdale Reserves play Benhurst United. Tudor Sports Rangers play, play Phoenix Sports 5. Easy for me to say. Um, and in the Kent Junior Trophy, uh, Royal Southwark play there. This is from this is from the season before, Jamie, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, is, this a is this a final or a semi-final? I think it's a quarter-final. It's a quarter-final, quarter yeah. So, Royal Southwark welcomes South Willsborough um, up to Pinners on Sunday. 
Uh, come on, well, so we want them to win that. That's a cup. That's from last season's Kent, Kent Cup because none of them were played this year. Um, good luck, boys. Wish you all the best after a, a replayed game in the round before, I believe, where there was some... Oh, yeah. The ones that decided to patch in yeah. went and spanked them again anyway. Yeah, done them anyway. So, well done, boys. Wish you all the best. Um, and there is a game on the 11th, which is the Tuesday, the Wednesday... Uh, no, Tuesday. This your seat, Craig Davidson playing again. <laughs> but that this should be on next week's. This should be. On no, next yeah, and you've done it for the next seven days rather I than have. just doing it for me. I have because it's yeah. Tuesday. Now, Ellis Athletic play Hatch and Beckham Manor, but you hear. Oh, what a game that is! By the way, I'll be game of the week next week. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that next week. So sorry not to dwell on that. So the predictions for this week, obviously, um, you'll hear. West Wickham's predictions later on in the show during their interview. Um, this week, the first game is pretty easy to pick. Um, Lambeth All-Stars against Hatcham. Um, it, is this depending on which Hatcham turns up on Sunday, Jamie, or, or, or do you think Lambeth All-Stars have had their had their kick up the bum now and, and it's going to be all guns blazing? I don't know. I mean, you'd like to think, given the name on paper, Hatcham will have all the boys at but having said that, I mean, you would have thought losing one game would have been enough to kick up the arse for Lambert. But the, I mean, this is probably the worst thing you could ever say about any team, but they just seem to have a bit of spurs about them, don't they? Just absolutely bottled it. So, on that basis, I think Hatcham will win 3 1. 3 1 to Hatcham. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to go for a Desmond on this one. Oh, he goes. Um, I've bottled it. I've bottled it. On right, this one. on that wobbly fence again. <laughs> I can't call it. So I'm going to go for two all. Um, the next game is Farber Reserves against Blendon. Um, I think uh, that Blendon are a completely different side now um, to one that's previously played um, Farnborough, even with the replayed, even with the cup final. Uh, no one had played for a while. Um, Blendon seemed to have been in tremendous form since a restart um, Hatcham uh, sorry uh, Hatcham not Hatcham is it Farmer Reserves I just made a massive mistake there uh, Farmer Reserves a um, couple of dodgy results over the last few weeks can you see anything but a blend and win um, it's strange there's not many times where Farmer Reserves will come into a game not being favourites but I think this weekend is probably one of those rare occasions. Um, but yeah, I think Blendon just might nick it. I think I'm going to go 2 1 Blendon. 2 1 Blendon. Mm. Uh, I think, I too think um, Farnborough Reserves will score. Um, I think I'm going to go for a 3 1 win. That's 3 1 win. Nice. Nice. 3 1 win. win to Blendon. Um, but if anything, uh, Matt will get them fired up. They will be fired up for that. So, um, It'd be interesting to see. I just think form at the moment is such a big thing and momentum is such a massive thing. Uh, Blendon have got that. So I just think that will see them over the line. Uh, that will be a blinder. Um, so if, you've, if you haven't got a game on Sunday, get down and watch that one. Uh, the game I'm on on the weekend, DC football against West Wickham uh, on the back of a big loss to the Greenwich Mariners boys. Um, DC football welcome West Wickham to their ground for a game. Uh, a return fixture that saw DC put in a massive shift with 10 men to narrowly lose um, out to West Wickham in the end. Jamie, what do you think? Um, yeah, I kind of saved my piece on 
on DC a bit earlier. Um, calling themselves the debt collectors, more like fucking buskers outside Poundland and Lewisham. <laughs> but um <laughs> <laughs> West Wickham were impressive against yeah, that's good, isn't it? You like that, Rog? Um yeah. <laughs> Wickham absolutely butchered us without having to be particularly good if I'm honest. And um, we were just shambolic that day. DC yesterday, oh, I'm turning to you now. DC on Sunday, I don't know. Just, like I said, it was all it was all huff no puff. They just did some pretty things, but I think West Wickham will smash right through that. To be honest, so I'm going to go for a four-one West Wickham win. Four-one to West Wickham. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go two-nil uh, West Wickham. Um, Let's see what happens. It's a tough game to call. If DC play the way they played uh, in the reverse fixture, it will be it will be a lot tighter than than that. But should sure have got boys playing for them at Boreham Wood on it. Yeah, so uh, Moxie Moxie gives them the run around on a Sunday. Behave. <laughs> the last game of the week is the Warren playing Hayden Reserves. Uh, top of I'm, the table clash. Top of the table. I'm going to go be second. I'm going to go 2-1 for the Warren. What do you think, Jamie? Bastard, I was going to say that. Um, okay, it's a double, double banker in it, so it'll probably be a win apiece. So the first game will be 2-0 to the Warren. 2-0 to the Warren for Jamie. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time, Jamie. Are you off to have your uh, dinner or have a shower uh, or something? Or something, mate. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I'll stay, I'll stay and give Roger a bit of banter unless my phone battery dies. <laughs> okay, so let's get on with the quarter municipal fixtures for this coming Sunday. A uh, big game uh, in the division. Uh, Batsy Ironsides play uh, in form Croydon JFC. A little bump in there in there, uh, since a restart on Sunday for JFC, but a double banker played at home critically for uh, JFC. That's a big <clears throat> a big plus for them. Um, yeah. Obviously, we'll get to the predictions at the end of the fixtures but that is a big game in the Prem Division that'll be an interesting one it will be yeah um, you could have to say if it was a better so you'd make them slight favourites um, but yeah that should that'd be an interesting game that one um, uh, both, both sides got something to play for absolutely uh, Saha play PSG uh, tricky opposition for Saha um, mm. at, at home they've been pretty good on that big pitch there at Crystal Palace yeah. so uh, interesting game. Uh, Santos 92 play Spartans uh, in Division 1. Uh, Addiscombe Casuals play Selsden Town in a double banker. Chelsea Athletic play Lambeth Lions. Uh, form books saying that's only going one way, that double banker. Interesting to see uh, yeah. the results of those ones. FC Centurions play Cobbs. Two teams uh, will be dying for a win on the weekend. Uh, Saha 11 play Woodside in a double header. Um, yeah. What do you reckon on that one, Jamie? Uh, Roger? Uh, uh, Woodside have been in good form. Uh, we have not been of late. Um, should make for an interesting game. Um, I'm hoping the boys can get up for it. Um, so we've had the win taken out of ourselves recently. Um, so, yeah, we've still we've still got a lot to play for. As a, as do Woodside, trying to trying to trying to survive uh, relegation. So yeah, should be a really good game that one. I'm expecting a good game. Um, yeah, I like Woodside. Let's good boys. 
is hope is a good game. Uh, Addiscombe Casuals MMFC play Huxley Guards. Uh, Addiscombe Corinthians against South London Royals is a double banker. Um, AFC Shirley play Souls or maybe not. I guess we'll wait and see what happens to them. Yeah. Uh, KFC play uh, Sinistead Reserves, another double banker. Um, mm-hmm. Surely two wins in that, then that sees them over the line. Uh, yep. As we said, Souls AFC Shirley and South London Royals versus Addiscombe Corinthians mm-hmm. make up the rest of the fixtures. In Division Three, Sinistead Thirds play Surrey Park Rangers. Um, South London Royals Reserves play South Sea Wanderers. Uh, the Surrey Park Rangers game is a double banker against Sarnstead Thirds and Woodcote Green play FC 25 uh, in the last game of the of round two for the League Cup, the League Challenge Cup. Sarnstead play Gold Coaching, refreshed yeah. from from a, a rest this week. Um, they take on is it Div? Are they Div Two? Gold they coaching? are Div Two, yeah. Sarnstead play Div Two, Gold Coaching. Uh, I can't remember who they who did Sarnas to draw in the next round. They've got they they're in there with Saha, aren't they? They have to play Saha. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm not I'm not too sure how much I can divulge on that. But um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sarnas said have got skull coaching, yeah, and then the winner of that plays Lambeth Lions. So oh, okay, so yeah, not, not not an easy. Yeah, that stinks of effects, Roger. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, can't disclose can't disclose how they will fix the draw. We'll need to find out on next week's show. <laughs> I guess everything will come out over the next few weeks. So the fixtures, the um, predictions for um, for that, for this week, the four games are Saha against PSG. You can't go against your club mates on this one, surely. No, no I think that playing it at, at Crystal Palace um, is going to be a, a big plus for Saha. Um, it's it's a it's a very big pitch. Uh, they've got players that will that will thrive uh, on that. Um, that being said, I think PSG will give them a good go. They've been in some good form of late, um, but yeah, I can't see anything but a Saha win. I'm going to go four two to Saha. Four two to Saha from Roger. Yeah. Our guest predictor from the Quarter Municipal is Russell from Sandersted. He's gone for a one nil to Saha. And I'm going to go for a 3-1 to Saha. Um, that's PSG's team talk sorted out for Sunday morning anyway. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Done uh, the, the next game is the first. We've predicted the first game here for the of the um, Addiscombe Casuals Selsden Town game. Um, yeah. I'm going to go for a 3-1 win to um, Selsden Town. Russell has gone 3-1 Selsden as well. Russell, uh, Roger, are you gonna go against that? Because you know, I'm behind, I'm tempted to, but having played both teams, I can't see anything but a Selston win. I'm gonna go with 4 1 to Selston. 4 1 Selston, yes. big wins predicted for Selston this weekend. Uh, as they continue to push uh, Lambeth Lions all the way in Div 1. Um, Corinthians, that's Addiscombe Corinthians, isn't it? Yep. Versus S, uh, South Versus London Royals. South London Royals. Yep. What do you think on that one, Rog? Um, another game should be will be close, I think. Um, South London Royals haven't been that much good in Division Two this season, unfortunately. Addiscombe Corinthians have got a lot to play for. I think they're they're aiming to be best of the rest in that division. 
So I'm going to go with a comfortable Corinthians win. I'm going to say past the pad, 3-0 to Corinthians. 3-0 Corinthians. Yeah. Uh, Russell has gone for a Desmond. And I'm going to go for a 4-1 win for Corinthians on Sunday. Uh, the last one, the last game of our, of the predictions is Sarnacid Thirds against Surrey Park Rangers. Uh, two teams probably have been patchy in, in form for the whole season. Uh, yep. Surrey Park Rangers started off very well, as did Sarnacid Thirds, but Sarnacid probably dropped off a little bit sooner than Surrey Park Rangers. Uh, Russell yep. <clears throat> Russell going for a two-one win for the for his his own club's third team. Uh, yep. I'm going to go for a three-all in this one. Going to be three-all. Oh. A bit Larry. What do you think? Um, close one to call again. Um, uh, Sanders said one Sunday, didn't they? But I'm going to go with what, what have you gone with, Andrew? Three-all. All right. I'm going to go with Surrey Park Rangers win. I'm going to say 2-1, Surrey Park Rangers. 2-1, did you say? 2-1, yeah, 2-1, Surrey Park Rangers. 2-1 to Surrey Park Rangers. Boys, thank you very much for your time tonight. It's been great. Thanks, Andrew. Lots of pleasure as always. Uh, Let's see what happens on the weekend. Uh, I look forward to speaking to Westwick in a minute, but all the best with your results and your games on the weekend. Jamie, you haven't got one, have you? No, I've reached out to a few teams for friendlies, but they've obviously heard that I'm back and charging absolutely <laughs> shit themselves. So, um, um, yeah, I don't know. I might be tweeting out for a game if we don't get anything back by tomorrow slash Wednesday. If you fancy playing the Greenwich Mariners on Sunday, get in touch with Jamie on Twitter. Yeah, boys, by the time this goes out, we may have a game. So, But let me know anyway. Yeah, please do. Have a good one, boys, and I'll speak to you next week. Cheers, Andrew. Yeah. Cheers, right, boys. Yeah. See you later. Cheers, Jamie. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So now I'm welcomed after uh, many uh, missed missed uh, appointments last season due to uh, COVID or this year in the last year due to COVID. West Wickham's. Um, West Wickham coming on the podcast was unfortunately missed, so uh, it's taken us this long to get the boys back on. I'm joined by Charlie and Elliot uh, from the club uh, now, uh, a club that started at the beginning of season 1920. Uh, probably admit themselves in a minute that the first season didn't go uh, the way they planned it, but this second season for the boys in Division Two of the Alperton and Bromley is going all their way. Uh, it's looking uh, very likely that the boys will be involved in a promotion uh, run, if not a title a title um, winning season for them, depending on um, some snookers, I believe, with Royal Southwark, who sit in a driving seat due to games in hand. Boys, have I, have I upset you with that or am I about right? What do you think? I'd no, say... I think you've, uh, yeah. I, I Sorry, mean, go on, Els, you go. I wouldn't say they're in the driving seat. Um I'd say it's kind of neck and neck, really. I wouldn't say anyone's perfect in the driving seat. I think it could be either one of us, to be fair, but it all depends on results. So, what did you think? What did you think of the boys yesterday? Nil nil draw against Royal Southwark yesterday. Uh, did you see anything that particularly gave you anything to worry about for the return game? Um, I think that's our that's our two games done because we played our oh. first game of the season. Um, yeah, we, drew, we had them first game of the season. Yeah, yeah, and we drew six all. And then oh, yesterday, shit, yeah, I remember. Yeah. That. I was going to forget about that. <laughs> and then um, yesterday was no no. Um, yeah, no, you know what? They had improved a lot since the first game. I think they brought in a new keeper. 
Um, he was solid. Mm. They brought in a couple of new players, I think, with the Saturday leagues stopping. There was a couple of new Saturday boys that were down there. Um, but no, they, they were good. They were good. I would say, like, you know, I'll give them their props. They're probably the hardest team he played all year. Um, yesterday. And yeah, they were. They're a very good side, to be fair. You agree with that, Charlie? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, they're, they're a good team. Um, obviously, we, we kind of back ourselves as well. So, uh, so yeah, it'd definitely be kind of either of us two, either of us two, I think, going for it. But um, but yeah, I guess we'll have to uh, guess we'll have to wait and see. We've got a, got a few more games to go, so uh, see how it, see how it pans out. How you doing on injuries and stuff with the hard with the hard pitches that we're playing on at the moment? Yeah, we've 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 had a, we've had a few injuries to fair. I, me personally, I'm injured. I didn't play didn't play uh, on Sunday. Um, That's why you didn't win. <laughs> yeah, I w- didn't want to say it, but um, <laughs> nah, um, no, we've we've had a few few little knocks kind of going about, but um, but nothing too serious. We've got pretty much pretty much a, a, a full full team, I think, going into the going into the end of the season, bar one or two. So should be all right. Okay, let's get into the story of West Wickham. Obviously, as I said mm. in the introduction, a team that started a Sunday. It's an old, a very long running. Uh, Saturday side of the club that play in the uh, Southern Amateur, I believe, and uh, yeah, that's right. M- multiple teams uh, in 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 that division. Uh, but on a Sunday, this particular set of players, this this club is only um, and now in its second season. Uh, why why Sundays, Charlie? And uh, how, were you involved from day one in all of this? Uh, yeah, so I I played for Westwick on the Saturday. Um, along with one other one other guy that plays for the Sunday team, but pretty much pretty much started because we're we're all kind of a group of friends. We all played football when we were younger, um, and all stopped playing football near enough, kind of near enough when when we were old enough to get in the pubs. Um, and then yeah, maybe one or two of us carried on playing, but yeah, it got to like a point maybe yeah two years ago, maybe a few months before the uh, the nineteen twenty season, and and yeah, everyone just kind of got together and was like we, we want to start playing football again so kind of spoke to spoke to West Wickham spoke to the chairman um, I've been playing there for, for kind of about seven or eight years so I'm quite close with the, the people there and, and yeah we managed to managed to set it up and and as you said at the start we, we had a bit of a rocky first season which luckily got ended by avoiding the season because I think we was a we was in a bit of bother um but yeah, we've we've kind of yeah since then we've we've got a lot of new additions to the team and, and as you say we're we're doing a lot better than we were last year so yeah it's going it's going well. So with the influx of players and obviously obvious influx of um, quality uh, to the, in the playing stuff, you were you were near the bottom of the of the um, yeah. division last season. Is that from within West Wickham or is that have you relied on mates or contacts from outside of the club to to grow the squad this season? Um. um Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I was going to say it's pretty much, pretty much just just friends, really. Like we've we've only got myself and and another player, one of the one of our strikers who plays with the Saturday sides. Um, other than that, I think it's gone the other way around. We've kind of the, the Saturday sides have kind of picked up a few a few players from the Sunday team, really. But yeah, every, everyone else um, is kind of just bringing down bringing down friends because they kind of look at they look at kind of who's playing for us and they think, yeah, I want to get involved with that. So. Yeah, it's pretty much friends. I don't know what you was going to say, Oz. Um, yeah, no, pretty much is friends, really. I think, I think with the first year we kind of we kind of underestimated the league a little bit, I'd say, um, and we went for more of a friend, 
friend team, I would say. Like, we wasn't really going to... We, obviously, we wanted to win, but we, we weren't really aiming. Out. Yeah, we weren't branching out. But I think at the end of last season, we just kind of said, look, if people actually want to enjoy the football and, you know, be competitive, we have to bring in players from, you know... I think I brought in a few players. Charlie brought in a few. A mm. um, couple of the actual boys have brought in some players as well. So it's just kind of all worked. I think what's helped us a lot is our back four has got a lot, a lot more solid this year. I think we don't really concede a lot of goals. So, yep. you know, that's been the key. And we can always score. Like, we've always been able to score goals, but it's just letting them in. So, you know, that's been well this year, to be fair. When I did the game uh, at your ground against DC Football, there was a big crowd there. And is that just all mates and just come up and watch you guys? Because it was a real good atmosphere uh, in the game. You know, I was getting stick, and but it was all, it was all banter. And it, was all, uh, it was really enjoyable uh, day on, on that. On, I mean, it was a great surface then. Um, but is mm. that is that a big thing? You got you seem to have a good support and people getting behind you, boys. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think with DC, um, the reason it was kind of, I mean, we get fans down every week. To be honest with you, our crowds. I mean, we get like twenty thirty people down pretty much every week to watch us. Um, but with DC, because they we have friends on their team. Like we're, like we're basically they're all friends, or we all know each other. So we beat them in preseason, so they wanted to beat us again. Um, so yeah, it was just like it was probably the best game. To ref, I would say. Yeah, I, that's why I got it. a little bit, got a little bit more more roundy than maybe maybe our other fixtures. But um, but yeah, it's all in all in good spirit. Yeah, Elliot, was it so. your was it your cross that that went in that that won the game in the end? I think it was more of a shot. To be fair, don't say cross. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, look, I'm not I'm not going to be big big headed or anything, but yeah, I did score the winner. Um, but they didn't show the celebrations in the video, which was quite upsetting. But yeah, no. That was very upsetting, yeah. It, it, they, they shouldn't have let me score. That's all I know. They shouldn't let me score. So, But no, yeah, it was my winner. It's definitely a cross, mate. <laughs> definitely ripped it back, back post and it went in. Listen, you got put, all, all I've got to know is you've got to put in the right areas and hope for the best. And, you know, it went in. So I can't complain. Wise words, wise words. Fair comment. So, boys, um, no one has in, or anything to talk about just yet. Obviously, um, Hopefully that comes this season. So hmm. aspirations for the club. Are you looking all the way up or is it let's take one season at a time and, and earn the right to go through the divisions? Um, I'd say that we're... I mean, we played teams in higher dips. Um, I think last season we played Vista, uh, which I think is in that Lambeth All-Stars now or whatever. And we only lost to them on pen. And we missed a last-minute pen to win the game. And that was with our squad last year. So we definitely felt like we got the talent um, to play, you know, maybe not even in Div 1, maybe above Div 1, but like you said, it's getting there. But we do have aspirations, obviously, kicking on and getting getting past this league, even though it's a very competitive Div 2, I think. Um, yeah. There's a lot of good sides in there, but I feel like if you're looking at consistency across the whole season, I think we've only lost one game. So, you know, that yeah. you know, that isn't, that's, that's kind of hard to do, you know, there's a lot of teams that can beat everyone. I mean, there's been some crazy results, so we're definitely looking at going, you know, hopefully, obviously, Div 1 next year, then get promo again and then hopefully just keep going until whatever. So Charlie, you're disappointed if you don't win the title this year or is, or is promotion through the going up through the top three? Is that, is that good enough? Well, obviously we'd, we'd like the title. Um, and I think that was actually a kind of a, a conversation that, that I heard a few people talking about after a few drinks Sunday, kind of what, like, what do we actually kind of, what are we going to be happy with? And I heard a few people say that promotion they're going to be happy with. Um, but I think coming this far, only losing one game, obviously drawing drawing twice as Subic. Um, yeah, I, I, I would be disappointed if we didn't win the league because we're in a great position. But um, but I guess if if we get promoted, then then it's a it's definitely a a step up from from last year. So you can't 
unlock it really. Are you looking at you're looking up at Div One? Uh, it's really um, Sporting Club Thamesmead and Hacienda leading the way there. They look like they're going to go through that division. Mm. You're looking up and thinking you could have another go at, at, at a promotion uh, through Div One as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think um, like, I don't know how kind of unrealistic it seems for the people that have played us or from the outside, but yeah, speaking for myself and, and obviously all of our players, we want to kind of go as high as possible as quickly as possible. And majority of our majority of our players are kind of mid-20s, maybe a few a bit younger, a few a bit older. So I think we're all kind of, all kind of still got a, definitely a few years, a few years at good, good kind of, a good kind of level, good kind of fitness level. And we've got young, younger players coming through as well. So I think with a few more years together, kind of filling up any, any kind of gaps and whether it's issues or tactics wise, I think we'll definitely be able to challenge in the, in the higher leagues. Are you going to have to dig deep into the, the contacts for next season, or are you going is to? Is, are you happy with the group the way See, it is at the moment? I'm well, yeah. I'm, I think I think at the moment, I'm happy with the, with the group the way it is. You might maybe you can never go wrong with getting a few, getting a few kind of squad players to kind of come and um, give give everyone a bit of competition. I think that's what we lacked last year. I think everyone was so comfortable with their position because we, we we just about managed to kind of get a bench um, we had kind of one or two players on the bench that weren't didn't even want to come on um, so I think definitely <laughs> this year we've, we've literally got about 18 to I think we had about 18 19 players available one okay. week um, right. and that's kind of that's kind of standard really um, and, and it kind of showed in our double headers we, we had we had kind of a lot of players available for those and, and we won kind of both the ones that we played so far Um yeah, so I think it definitely shows with the, the kind of the quality of the squad. And I think, yeah, you can't go wrong with, with adding a few squad players maybe in the future. Fair enough. Um, biggest rival, who's standing out? I know you mentioned uh, DC Football there as a as a club where you you've, you're, you you all know each other. Anyone else standing out as a bit of a rival over the last couple of seasons? Um, I think the games against Hacienda, that they, 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 they've been good because we played them in a the cup game, I think, this season. I think we drew two all, I think. If yeah, I'm correct. Um, you know, they're up there with one of the you know the better teams that we played. You can't knock sporting club Thames Mead, like you know, they're a very good side as well. I mean, in terms of this year, I would say Royal Southwark because they've probably been our most in, they've probably been our tightest and most enjoyable games, I'd say. Um, like yeah. even though it was a nil-nil draw on Sunday, it wasn't it was a tense game to be a part of. Like no one wanted to come off the pitch, you know. So I would say for them, I would say, well, for me personally, I'd say I, I enjoy looking at playing like the Royal Southwicks and stuff like that. So um, they're the games you get out for and you think, yeah, I'm going to have a go today. So I'll definitely say them. Well, personally, I'd say them anyway. Have you played Sydenham twice or have you got them to play again? Um, no, we played them twice. Um, early on in the season, I think they beat us 2-1, which given them on, on their day, you know, they've done well, they've done what we couldn't do, put the ball in the back of the net. But when we played them at home, um, I think we cleaned them up 3-0 and, you know, they, they didn't really have a sight on goal to be, if, if I can remember correctly. So mm. I just wouldn't put them, like in terms of Sydney and Royal Southwark, I think is, you know, there's a bit of a gap there, but, you know, that's my personal opinion anyway. Fair enough. So some predictions um, for this season. We're going to leave win the cup because obviously there's no cup competitions in, in Yelberton and Bromley uh, for the rest of the year. But if not you boys uh, from Division 2, who do you think... I've changed that from who would you like to because everyone was being nice to everyone. Who do you think will win the league? Who's who's finishing the league if you take West Wickham out of it? Um, I'll go, I'll go. Charlie, you can go first. 
Well, yeah, but yeah, me personally, you've got to probably give it to, to Royal Suburb. Um, like, well, I guess us and them are, well, yeah, near enough on the same points with, with a few games in hand on Sydney. I'd, I'd definitely say uh, they got, they probably got just as Els said, they, they've got a more quality than than Sydney. So I think uh, then, yeah, yeah, I'd probably have to go for them. Fantastic. Elliot, any change? No, nah, I, I, yeah, I'd agree with the Royals as well. Um, they've definitely got a very good squad. Uh, considering where they come from, I think it was what Div Five, maybe or Div Four. Um, yeah, but yeah, they've four. got yeah, yeah mm. they've got they've got a lot of quality in their team. Um, so yeah, I definitely I would say them to win it if we wasn't in it. Uh, obviously, yeah, let's just clarify. Yeah, if we weren't in it, yeah, <laughs> if we weren't in it. Yeah, obviously, we've heard today that Southwark Town have have folded, so uh, they can't be included in the in the be relegated part, but. Um, who do you think will be the the basement boys in Division Two? Is it one or two bottom. teams go down? Is it one or two? Just, just bottom. Just who do you bottom, think yeah. they will finish bottom? Is it looking bad for ex Blues Hurricanes if they continue for the rest of the season? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And that's nothing. That's nothing against them because I think we know a couple of their boys. But um, yeah, when you're getting beat by Sydney like fourteen 0 and stuff like that, yeah, yeah you, you don't. Tragic. You know, it, it it is tight. Do you know what I mean? I mean. They DC. Are, they're still above DC at the moment now. I'm just yeah, going to tell you DC, that. But DC, DC just lost their points for the Suburb game, haven't yeah. they? Because I think they yeah. beat Suburb Town and they've just lost the points, which is yeah. pretty hilarious. But yeah, but I mean, if to be fair, you know, I mean, it could be DC. I mean, they might. I mean, they lost on. A, I think they lost on Sunday to Greenwich Mariners. Yeah, and we beat Greenwich ten mm. 0 over two legs. So, you know, it's I, a weird I, one. DC looked like they was hitting a bit of form, um, but then after Sunday, yeah, that's a. Uh, as a strange result. Yeah. So, From that game that obviously I refed, I mean, I couldn't see for the life of me how they were bottom. They had 10 men nah. for an hour of mm. that game. And, you know, I, I think, Charlie, I thought you were, you were, uh, you were outstanding that day. You just running, you were running all day, it seemed. And you just had that little bit extra in the end with that, with that cross come, mm. come shot that, that salvaged <laughs> to, to the far net. But I couldn't, I couldn't work out how they were bottom, to be honest, because I couldn't, they just didn't look like they even yeah. then. I think it's um I think it's like um like similar with us last year it was just a kind of we were players but we we weren't a team like they've got quite a good in the quite a few good individuals um but maybe they're just not a team not a team yet and I thought they kind of after they got that one win there was a good kick on but after Sunday it's looking a bit it's looking a bit bleak but it's no, not going to happen yeah but I would I would add on to that I think because of the because of the relationship between the players I think they stepped up for that game yeah like they yeah, were buzzing for that one do you know what I mean so it's like. I don't, on a normal occasion, I don't think they play that great. They wouldn't play as good as they did against us because they were they was mm. quality. They you know they probably deserve to get points out of the game. We said that to them after the game. I said, look, I didn't. They probably could have, could have should have got some points, but you didn't. So you know, but no, mm. definitely they, they've got quality in there. But like I said to them, like you haven't got chemistry. I mean, us lot, we you know we spend a lot of time together outside of football. You know, even mm. on Sunday, I think we was out till whatever hour. So, you know, we're always together. Always out together. So that builds chemistry and, you know, we play for each other. So that's, I think, something that they need to improve on. So Mm. we play, you play them on Sunday. We'll get into that in a minute. Maybe you've just given them a bit of a team talk. Maybe they'll just play this part of the interview (laughs) back there, Elliot, on Sunday in the changing room if there is one. Listen, they can play as much as they want. (laughs) I know know what the results are going to (laughs) be. So who do you think is going to be relegated? Are you back? Are you not, you're going... You're going with Xbox Hurricanes. I haven't you know what? I haven't seen an updated league. So who's at the bottom of the league right now? Is it DC? DC, yeah. So, they... so DC are below them, and 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 Xbox seem like they have a game in hand as well. But I, 
don't know if they keep postponing their games and then the Expos obviously aren't going to yeah, they're not going to get any more points. To come, but I don't know, you know. Yeah, I'm going to go with X-Blues. I'm not going to... I think DC will, will pick up a few more points and I don't think X-Blues will, will, do, okay. will do much. So I'm, yeah. I'm not going to... Uh, I think I'm not going to just say it because we've got a bit of a, a bit of banner between us. But yeah, no, yeah. I'll say X-Blues personally. Okay. Um, so overall, uh, this year, uh, Cups included, who's been the best opposition that you faced this season? <laughs> Um, um, so we both, yeah, we we only really played one one team above us in the in the leagues, which was Hacienda in the cups, um, and, and they weren't they weren't that great when we played them. Obviously, they seemed to um, have picked up some decent results in Div One, but um, so yeah, I I personally probably probably said the best team we played is the Royals, just because in the in the cups we we've, we've played Div Five teams, Div Four teams, Div Three, and then only played one team that's in the leagues above, which is which is Hacienda, and. I, Probably, probably caught them on an off day, and, and and we was probably had a bit of an off day ourselves as well. It was unlucky not to win, but but yeah, I don't know about you. If you, you change that, yeah, we haven't really come across too too uh-huh. many too many big dogs. I think if we carried on in the PCC, we we had Brooklyn reserves who were obviously like did four or five, and then after that, I think I think we was going on to play kind of like Farnborough first, and then it would have been like Portland after that. So that would have been that would have been interesting, but um, but yeah, unfortunately they had to, they had to cancel it. So yeah, no, I agree with that. Very royal, royal, very royal Southwark friendly tonight on the podcast. You know, <laughs> hey, listen, it's all about being honest though, because you know we we listen to the podcast and we've heard people's opinions, and I say lack of opinions of us, and mm. it does hold weight sometimes when you hear people they don't not not necessarily not have respect, but they don't you know put you in the in the in the top of the league conversation. So with regards to the Royal Southwark, yeah, they they are by far. Yeah, yesterday confirmed for me that. They are by far one of the better teams in the league, for sure. Um, just in terms of the additions that they had, because they had players that was playing yesterday that did not play the first game of the season. So, you know, they're definitely the hardest team I think we played so far. Fair enough. And which game has been your favourite so far? And you don't have to say you're the opportunity to meet me in a game made it your favourite. <laughs> but which game? Which game is your favourite game so far this year? Um, I'd say I don't know. Actually, I don't know. You know. My um, favourite game because beating teams like obviously you've had some big wins this season, bit bashing um, Greenwich Mariners the way you did, um, <laughs> but that's not that doesn't necessarily make it your favourite game. Sometimes your favourite game might be nicking nicking the three two win or whatever the result was against um, DC Football or or beating yeah. your title rivals Sydenham Sports or or whatever. Um, which which game really stands out to you? Or maybe you haven't maybe you don't feel you've had that game yet where you can look and say that that was the moment when we think it clicked or that's the moment we think we've we the title was ours. Yeah. Um but there must be one game that you think look back on and think it was that was that was a brilliant day overall. You had you went out after, you had drinks <laughs> and everyone was on a everyone was on a high. Um every Sunday, isn't it? <laughs> it's every Sunday fast you think. <laughs> um no, um personally I would say Sydney. Um, just because we lost to them in the manner that we lost to them and then shutting them out because they are, you know, I think they've got six, I think how many goals they scored, 50-plus goals, yeah. you know, and their strikers on that 20-something, you know. So shutting them out and getting a 3-0 win was probably my, was probably looking back and it was probably, probably our most complete performance because we had a bit of taste going into it, you know, we had fight going into it. Yeah. Um, and it could have been more. I think we missed a penalty as well. Uh, we missed other chances so it could have been more but yeah no, definitely I'd say me personally getting that 3-0 against Sydney and just kind of putting our name amongst 
the bigger boys. Because even though we was what I think we you know we only dropped one game or whatever, we still weren't in the big conversation of winning the league. It was always real Southwark and Sydenham, and even I think sometimes Thameside. So it was just like, oh, okay, cool. Like you know, we 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 beat the Golden Boys three nil. Um, you know, kind of put some kind of put some respect on our name a little bit. So that for me was probably my favourite result. To be fair. Fair enough, Charlie. You going with that? Um, I've probably put a little twist in it. To be fair, because I've, I've been in and out of, of injuries kind of throughout the season, so I didn't play this Sydney game, um, and I obviously didn't. Um, I've missed a couple of games, so I, w- I wouldn't go with the Sydney game just because I didn't have the same involvement, and then kind of everyone else did. But I'll probably switch it up a bit and just say the the kind of the cup games. I love a cup game and, and love kind of winning cups and kind of progressing in those. So. I'll go. We played. We did. Bear in mind they're kind of low in the divisions, but we played a couple of teams in the cup where we where we disrespected them because they were in lower divisions, and we ended up kind of going into halftime losing, and then kind of we basically fought back, fought back, and ended up winning both games. But kind of getting that buzz of of going a few goals down, um, and then kind of at halftime everyone's kind of just going nuts and moaning at each other, and then you come out and win the game. I think they were. One of our favourites. So they, I think we've done it twice against the Warren and Hawkesbury. And fair play to them. They, they gave us a good game, but ended up coming out on top. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'd say one of those two, but just because it was, it was just enjoyable, really. And we and we kind of fought back and and progressed in the cup. Fair enough. Everyone loves a cup game. I'm I'm a big cup fan. If if someone offered me a cup a cup or a a league title, I'd take a cup all day long. So um, I think they're much the much better occasions. You get the one off day to win. Mm. winning the cup on those occasions are fantastic so i'm a big cup person as well um so before we go back to uh some more general grassroots question this is the teammates section uh obviously you boys have been out uh with your mates this sunday uh, celebrating um being together and and getting a a good point against uh someone you respect um, but now's the time to dish the dirt on some of the people who need to to raise their game in other areas of, of <laughs> their of their lives. Um, who's got the worst banter at West Wickham? Oh, the robot. The robot. Uh, yeah, we've got to, um, we've got to, got a shout out our, uh, our our boy um, Billy Hackshaw. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of made a little a little bit of a nickname called the robot just because he's he's kind of not so much in person but on the on the kind of whatsapp chat he's just he's just so just he's just yeah he's just a little bit robotic and yeah. his let's just say um but no we love him he's like we were calling my little brother as well so we do love him but yeah the, the banter um we've got we've got to say but yeah sure did that get worse over lockdown with with just whatsapp groups to 100 to- <laughs> 100 million percent yeah he's a no he's an actual robot but we love him at the same time but he's definitely a robot man his banner is dry but yeah. what's, his, what's his name uh billy hackshaw so if i book him on sunday should, if, I, if i call him the robot as i'm doing it would he would he appreciate it or would he tell me to yeah please him? please if you might <laughs> do it yeah, probably tell you to fuck off as well <laughs> Uh, who's the worst dressed? <laughs> Without a shadow of a doubt, he's not even part of the playing squad. He's our lino. He's our he's our he's our lino. He's our lino every week. His name is Reese Thomas. He has got the worst dress sense ever. <laughs> what's he going with? What's what's his clobber? I think Sunday he come in my car on Sunday because normally I have like three normal people that come in my car, but he needed a lift, so he got in my car. He's got his shade. I think he's got his aviator shades on. He's got some kind. Of, I don't even know what the jacket is. It's like. It's like leather, but it's got like sheepskin on the like the lapels or whatever. Jeans and it's just ah, uh, and I, I, one of them I think broccoli, which killed me. Like it's just confirmed it. 
who's playing Broccoli away double header. He's turned up in a V neck, jeans and plimsolls, and I was just like, "Yeah, you're finished." I don't want to. I don't want to see him no more, man. Like your, your dress sense is horrendous. Oh God! Did you, have to, did you just wind the windows up and just hope no one saw you when you got in your car? Yeah, I was thinking I got to get more. I got to get more tints. If I'm honest. <laughs> Who, who's the biggest moaner on the pitch? Oh shit! This guy goes on said I think it's got to be. Uh, it's got to be Elliot. Okay. I don't Not, remember you yeah. being the moaner to be fair. Do you know what it is? DC game. Good way. No, DC game, to be fair, I think I only played, what, the last 30 minutes? So um, you didn't really get to see the, the moaning side too much, of me. Too much moaning the game before. Yeah, but done. if you see me on, um, say on a normal Sunday, yeah, I'm, I'm a constructive moaner. I'm not, I'm not. But I do like a moan. Yeah, I do like a moan. You're taking that one, Elliot. Happy yeah. to take the biggest moaner. 100%. <laughs> Who's got the worst taste in music? This one's tight, you know. It is a tough one because we, I say we all kind of, when we're around each other, we all just listen to the same similar kind of music. There so, must be one player that you're not letting go, letting to go near anywhere near a speaker. If you had, a, if we were in changing rooms, there must yeah. be someone you're thinking, no way, you're not, you're not touching it. Um, if, you know? I, if, 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 if I was going to say anyone that I wouldn't let near a speaker, it'd probably have to be this, the skipper Barry Potts because he's, 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 he's a clown. He's just a bit of a clown, so he'd, yeah. he'd put on he'd put on some stupid shit like Britney Spears. So yeah, let's let's go let's go with Barry Potts on that yeah, one. Barry on that one, definitely. <laughs> sort out Barry. Who's the, who's the longest in the shower? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? <laughs> only like only like three of us shower anyway. I yeah, only yeah, yeah only can. like three of us shower. But I would say me and Callas do take long in the shower though. Um, yeah, we always we always are the the kind of the kind of last, last ones, ones out. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'd give that. Yeah, Callas actually cool because I think biggest moment. Callas is definitely the longest in the shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, definitely longest in the shower. Right. I mean, not many people give themselves longest in the shower. So fair play to you, Charlie. <laughs> fair play to, have, to have the confidence to do that. Fair play. Uh, <laughs> who's players player at West Wickham? Player. What do you mean by players player? I didn't. So, I didn't so for me, this isn't really like the best player. So players player is someone that leads by example on and off the pitch, maybe does things for for the club, um, does a bit of work for the club or does things um, for you, Charlie, as this team secretary. It may even be you, this this person, but not necessarily the best player mm. on the pitch, but someone that leads by example in every single way in the way they conduct themselves around your club. On and off the pitch. I think I'll, I'll do this one. I think I can do this one. I'll do mm. this one. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of people that can get shouted out for this one. I think mm. if you're talking about people on the pitch who always lead by example and always leave the pitch shattered, like leave the whole body on the line on the pitch, you have to shout out James Neves. He's like mm. our CDM, whatever. He just, he don't stop running. He's, he rattles everyone. He don't mind a 50-50, you know. He does his job perfectly. Same with Flav. Yeah. I'd say he's mustard as well. But if you're going on players, player, oh, yeah. I, I would put, I'd put, and he's up there with one of the best players on the team. But, he, you know, he does a lot for the team anyway. And he never really, I wouldn't say he gets a lot of praise. Um, I'd yeah. say Paul Hatchell. I'd say Paul, to be fair. That, that's my pick anyway. Yeah, we've got, we've got quite a few people with that kind of lead by example on the pitch. And then off, off the pitch, I guess, yeah, we get a few people that help out. Like Els, um, Elliot, um, specifically, kind of Billy Hatchell always helps out. And a few others, like Charlie Hatchell is Billy's brother. Yep. Um, 
also helps out with training a lot. Obviously, the skipper, Barry. Yeah, we've got a few people that help out off the pitch. I wouldn't say lead. no one kind of leads by example off the pitch just because everyone has their day when they turn up hanging out their ass. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we've got, yeah, definitely kind of, as I say, those, those kind of senior players on the pitch, like that was mentioned, like himself, um, James Neves, um, Charlie Hatchell, kind of Barry, and then a few others that... Um, that, yeah, that you, yeah, you kind of look to 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 kind of motivate the motivate the team when you when you need it really. But yeah, I couldn't couldn't really pick out one specific person for that. I'm honest. Yeah, okay, it's quite, it's quite a few. That's a good position to be <laughs> in though. If you've got big characters that that lead by example, then that's a great thing for for the club. That's probably why the the trajectory has been up for for you guys over the last couple of years. Um, who's the unsung hero at West Wickham? So this one really sort of looking at a clubman type person, someone who turns up every week, maybe only gets 10, 15 minutes a week, will happily run the line. Like same, same sort of theory as the player's player, but maybe doesn't quite get as much game time as they as they would like, but but still turns up and helps the club. Have you got that person? Yeah. Um, so, well, I think of recent, of recent we've, we've kind of, I think the only player that kind of fits that description maybe is, is, uh, probably Jake Wiggins. Don't know if you agree, Elliot. He's a yeah. He turns up every week, trains every week when he's fit. Um, turns up, doesn't always get doesn't always get minutes because he's a defender as well. And we obviously, as as you've seen, we haven't conceded too many goals other yeah. than this kind of six all. So it's hard to change the defence. Um, so if to fit that description, I'd probably say say Wiggins. He's yeah, he's a top boy. Always turns up and he's always kind of motivating everyone, even if he's not on the pitch. Like even even on Sunday, he was on the bench, and one of our players turns up late. And obviously, it being Sunday league, we'd we'd run out of socks, and he basically said, "Have my socks. I'm 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 in the defence. I'm I'm a defender. I'm not going to come on. Um, and you're more likely to come on because the other guy was a winger. So he literally took off his took off his socks. That got there nice and early to get a pair of socks and a. Either that turns up at half ten, manages to, to take him off him. But <laughs> oh, yeah, God. if you're fitting, if you're fitting the, if you're fitting the yeah. bill that you've just said there, I'm going to have to say Jay Wiggins. Yeah, or we go as we call yeah, him. Definitely, um, yeah, but definitely I'd say unsung, unsung, unsung heroes this year. I'd probably say the defence. They'd probably assert themselves in, in terms of playing. Um, they don't get too much, too much credit. You have to say the names. You have to say the names, otherwise they're going to kill us in the chat. Who's the? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to oh, kill us in the chat. JB, JB will kill me if I don't say his name. Yeah, JB so, will so kill Jack, you. Jack Benetta, obviously the skipper Barry, Billy Hatchell, the right back, um, as as a as the uh, left back, and we've recently put our striker in goal, Wally. Yeah. We call him the Monk, and the monk. he's been absolutely outstanding. Yesterday, um, especially or Sunday, Sunday especially. Sunday, so. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to all the kind of defence. They've uh, they've improved. Um, they've improved a lot this year, and it's, it's definitely helped the game. Because yeah, as as I said, we, we we can always score goals, but but defending was always a problem. Fantastic. Um, so into a more uh, generic grassroots related question: What do you think the league, or what do you think is being done well generally uh, to to develop and support the growth of grassroots football? Um, yeah, I don't. Even, I, yeah, I wasn't. Even, I wasn't going to say too much of this one. I'm not sure. What were you going to say? I'll was... just say the competition of the league. Um, I mean, talking about someone that plays in Div Two, and I've got friends that play in the higher divs. The competition there's, there's competition throughout. I think um, a lot of teams could play in higher divisions. A lot of teams might be, should be playing in lower divisions. But I'd say the competition and kind of the pull to the league because Overton and Bromley League is probably what the biggest league in South London in terms of Sunday football. Um, obviously because mm. of the big boys up in the 
senior division, they obviously, you know, got a lot of volume towards the league. But I'd say that the competitiveness is it's high. Yeah. And I enjoy yeah. that because I, I used to play Saturday football back in the day um, when I was younger and played at a decent standard, but like, the politics was all too much. But I would just say Sunday football is literally that level of competition. Well, the Open and Brummie League, especially, is that level of competition without yeah. the politics. So yeah. it kind of, mm. they, they do it well, I'd say. They do it very well. Only thing, only thing I'd add for the Open and Brummie, like, um, like, yeah, the fact that they've kind of carried on the league, that, like, no matter what anyone says, they must have put in quite a bit of quite a bit of hard work to get that all going again. Like, majority of Saturday leagues that I know, including including the Saturday league for that West can play in the, the SAL, they, they've, uh, they've avoided the season, this season, last season. Um, and yeah, it seems like Orton and Bromley have done, to be fair, have done a, done quite a good job to uh, to kind of get everyone get everyone going again. Obviously, they had to cancel the cups, but yeah, the fact that they got the league going still is definitely been definitely been good on them. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the good thing they've done is that they consulted with the clubs. They gave the clubs a choice, and um, obviously, they've been happy to to go again. And I know the double bankers and things that people are playing are a pain in the ass uh, to some people, but. Um, I'm sure people would rather be playing double bankers uh, than not playing at all. Um, so um, I think the league yeah. of the Upperton Bromley have done a fantastic job. They do a really brilliant job um, administering the league. Uh, you can't say anything else against them. It's, they're a fantastic, it's a fantastically well-run league. It's, it's run like a machine. Yeah, um, they've, they've been doing it for, for donkey's years, probably been doing football administration between uh, before the three of us or even born. I know I'm, I'm a bit older than both of you. But, um, even still, they've probably been doing it for as long as I've been alive. So uh, you can yeah. only you can only take your hat off to them and, and say they've done a yeah. brilliant job. All, all league committees that managed to to get the league started again. It didn't look like I don't know about you boys, but when it got to February February time and we hadn't heard anything, I thought it was done and dusted. Yeah, I, yeah. I was yeah, getting so ready for I was getting ready for a very long a very long pre season, but um, to get things going again. It's been amazing. So yeah, you have to take your hat off. To, yeah, it's a credit to the to league, your, to be fair. Yeah, absolute credit to the league. So. Absolutely. So sadly, on the flip, there's always a flip side. Um, where do we need to improve in grassroots football? Um, to be honest with you, this is not me, you know, being overly nice to the league or whatever. But I don't think there's a lot that they haven't done. Or um, this isn't necessarily. Or, this is. This doesn't have to be a negative thing about the league. This can be just grassroots football. Um, as a whole, I mean, I've been moaning about pitches for, for a month now. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. I know, Dan. I know your your ground uh, where you boys are is a private ground, and it gets it probably gets looked after a bit better than most. But yeah, so, some of these council pitches now are, are resembling the, the Sahara with the amount of <laughs> with the amount of sand and and lack of grass, and the and the you know the, you're literally playing on concrete. It feels to me like. Um, it's more dangerous playing on these types of pitches now than it is to play on a frozen one in the winter because um, the, at least a, a, a frozen one softens up after half an hour. But um, this, these these concrete pitches aren't letting up at all, and you're seeing lots of injuries and ruptured Achilles and, and all sorts of really mm-hmm. bad injuries from these hard pitches. So I know yeah. it's, it's pitches that we mention in this section every week, but um, it doesn't <laughs> have, it doesn't have to be a uh, an OBD SFL um, oh, question this know. one, but. Yeah, yeah. Then I'd, I'd agree with you then, to be fair. Um, in terms of the pitch, yes, obviously you mentioned a lot of it, but I would say the pitches, I think I think this season they probably improved a little bit. I mean, I think we played on a, a couple of games on 4G, yeah. which is always nice. Um, obviously, our home pitch 
with it with this half the season game, well not voided, but half the season game stopped. A lot of the double bankers have been able to be played at our ground, which I think yeah, a lot we, of the teams we've, we've got a bit lucky and we've been able to reverse a few because obviously I think it was what was it? I think it was uh Greenwich Mariners. They I think it was scheduled to play like Kidbrook playing fields or something like that. We managed to kind of reverse that, and it benefits both teams to be honest because no one wants to play on those those kind of pitches, and and obviously because we have a our pitches in kind of decent nick. Um, yeah, teams are, teams are pretty happy to reverse the fixture, even if it kind of, if they, even if it think it, if they think it gives us a an advantage, and it gives both teams a, a decent playing surface. So, but yeah, definitely, uh, agree with you both there. It could do with a bit of a those uh, those council pitches or, or or kind of whatever they are, they could um definitely do with a, a bit more um bit more care maybe. But I guess that's what can you do? Part of something. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's it's, yeah, uh, it's Sunday it league, and it? sadly it shouldn't be. And I can only yeah. think. I can only think that after this, after this lockdown, that prices are going to go up next season and less work's going to go into the pitches. So it's just for me, for me, yeah. it's, for me, it's a massive piss take um, for the teams that are paying out every week to play on these, on these pitches. Um, yeah. And if they're being asked to pay more, we all know that it's it's expensive to run a football team if you're mm-hmm. struggling to find kits and and all that mm-hmm. and pay your refs and then suddenly the venue that you play at tells you that you need to pay another 30 quid a game there you know it's tough on it's tough on teams especially yeah um a, a football kit is a football kit it's going to cost you however much but you you're you're in control of the quality of that you're not in control of the quality of referees but, but you're not in quality, yeah. <laughs> you're not in control of the quality <laughs> of your pitch as well sadly um i just feel like that's the one area where teams are getting the piss taken out of them the most but that's that's my yeah. personal no we're, we're, we're lucky we've kind of um integrated with with Westwickham really kind of like yeah we've got we've got the nice pitch they gave us a kit to start up and stuff like that and they helped us all with there's already charged standard and stuff so yeah kind of yeah getting it getting it linked in with, with Westwickham's definitely kind of helped us as a team giving us less less kind of to do about, um, yeah. as a team yeah onto that probably the perfect time uh the, the open forum section where you get to broadcast any news or any thank yous to people that have helped you uh, in the last 18 months or two years um yeah i mean obviously big shout out to the to the club for allowing us to play on a sunday that they don't have to open up their pitch for us especially you know how nice the pitch is um big i mean we shout out dave he's the barman on a sunday the barman yeah legend Tookie, um, just I think he's a twos manager, but Tookie's like runs pretty much helps out run the club, and he's he's down there whenever we need him. Um, AC, he does the reports mm. on all, all the games. He's solid. Um, you know, I give a shout out to even even the fans that come down every week because a lot of them don't have to come down. But I guess the style of football mm-hmm. that we play and how people, you know, the banner that we have even during the game um, brings them down. So. I'll give them a big shout. And then, yeah, I think obviously you've got, we've got sponsors as well this year. Um, I think we're going to get another second sponsor for our home kit. So we get a new home kit, but um, Franco, uh, who runs a couple of local shops in the area, sponsored us for our away kit. So that sorted us out nicely. Um, and I think there's, you know, a lot because a lot of it's run in-house. Obviously, Calas doing a lot of it. Yeah, who who watches the kit? We, we kind of, um, we kind of, well, Whoever pays for it, there's like six of us that I've pay recently, for it. Recently, yeah, I've got got together a little little rota. Kind of, the lads will tell you, I love a I love a bit of a spreadsheet. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I've got a little I've got a little kind of kit washing uh, rota going. I, I kind of take it, and or recently, kind of Billy Hatchel has been taking it um, as well. But we just take it to the laundrette, and then someone pays every week. Basically, uh, okay. Charlie, are you an accountant by any chance? 
No, I'm not. I'm not actually. He loves his spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, he loves his spreadsheet. But no, I just like being organised. Yeah, just but other than that, just shout out all the players that have played this year because yeah. you, you don't have to play Sunday league. You know, you don't have to wake up on a Sunday hanging, turning up. But literally, all the I think we had 22 boys signed up or whatever. Everyone's played their part. So, you know, it's a big yeah, shout out to all them. Literally. All the players, all the players, anyone that helps out, obviously the gaffers that help out, Henry, Billy, obviously yeah, Reese might, Reece might have might have shit club, but that was the favourite <laughs> no, Sunday morning. So. Literally, man. It's just, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a fun club to play at. You know, like I said, man, mm. there's a lot of banter going through our club. Um, so, even on the pitch, I mean, I think some players have scored and then sipped a beer in certain games. So there's always banter. Just, there's always banter <laughs> through it. Nah, I don't really talk too much. But, um, <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, it's a good club to play for, man. And, it's, you know, it's, it's, the hospitality is perfect. So it's a big mm. shout out to everyone. Even, obviously, I know there's more of a bar ladies and bar, bar maids and stuff. So literally shout out to all them as well. Um, nice sort of appreciated. Nice one, boys. Perfect yeah. way to end the interview. And uh, I don't know, uh, do you guys look up and down the leagues for the predictions? Are you like, are you fans of it as well? Or do you just concentrate on it? Yeah, no, def- no, definitely. I mean, I think, yeah, we, we, we look out for the fixtures um, from the top to the bottom. I mean, not so much yeah. beyond us in the, the leagues, but us, we don't really have any friends in that league. But we do know, I think, we do know some teams in that league because we obviously played them in the Cups. But the teams above us, I think I've got friends in like the Premier and the Senior. So we always we always look out for that one. Um yeah. So yeah, really... we've got a few kind of teams that we that we know. I guess like um, we we're mates with like the, the Spartans in Div Five. So I guess if we we look down there, it's probably more just kind of looking to see yeah, how they got on. To be fair, yeah. So Elliot's going to do really well in these predictions, then Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do all right. I'll do all right. <laughs> we'll have to see. Right, let's get into it. So the games mm-hmm. of the week this week, uh, me and Jamie have made our predictions earlier in the show. So you boys um, get to do your predictions, obviously. Uh, your game this weekend away to DC football is going to be in there. That, that's yeah. our third game of the week, just because it, where it comes in the order. But we'll start with Lambeth All-Stars against Hatcham. What's your thoughts on this one, boys? Um, I think, I think, I don't know what's happened to Lambeth the last couple of weeks. But I think losing to the, losing to the Dons has kind of hurt them a bit. I think they, I think they drew and, I think they drew and won this Sunday, maybe. Um, yeah. I think the, the week previously they lost, if I'm correct. I think they lost in a London Cup or something like that. Yeah, they but, lost um, Hatcham. Yeah, so the team that they're playing, and obviously I know Hatcham have signed a lot of players. I think it's a completely like different they benefited team. from the from the, I don't know if it's if it's if this is accurate, but it seems like they definitely benefited from maybe the Saturday League stuff playing. Yeah, like they've uh, yeah. bolstered up the squad. Yeah, definitely. But I think on their day, I mean, if Lambeth turn up and actually are bothered, I think. Obviously, the loss, I think, Winger's injured out, Win- done his Achilles yep. or something, so he's out yep. of wear. So that's obviously going to be a big loss because obviously I guess he needs their driving force, especially down down the middle. But I, I think it could be a tight game, to be honest with you. I don't see there being a lot of goals. I think it could be maybe a, a two, I thought we say 2-1 Hatcham. 2-1 Hatcham. Charlie, yeah. you happy to, happy with yeah. that Yeah, so I've, uh, personally, I've, I've put down 3-1 to Hatcham just because I saw their result on the weekend as well and they, what was it, like 8-1 eight, eight, maybe? 8-1 against Portland, yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah, that, that little bit. Um, yeah, um, I don't know if people were just kind of underestimating Hatcham, um, but see, obviously with the, with the players they got now, um, yeah, I'm definitely backing them to win. Obviously, Lambeth seem like they are a good team. They look like they've got loads of good individuals, but 
uh, form of late hasn't been hasn't been great. It seems so. I'm going for a Hatcham Hatcham three one. What what score are you going with, boys? We need one score from the club. Okay, we we'll go. Wait, go go with go with. Just go with a free one, man. Go with a, just go with a free one. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll <laughs> he's passing the buck now. Yeah, he's passing yeah. the buck. Go with a free one. <laughs> <laughs> right, three one. We'll lock that one in. Three one to Hatcham for from the West Wickham boys. Uh, next one is in the Prem Division. Massive game. Uh, Farnborough reserves playing mm. Blendon. Mm. Yeah, both of them teams are good. I think. Um, both of them have got similar play styles, I believe. They're quite they're quite physical, but they can also play decent football as well. I think I've, yeah. I've watched Blendon play and I've watched uh, Farnborough Reserves play. Um, like I said, yeah, they're, they're, I think I watched Farnborough Reserves against the wall. Um, I yeah, think we all yeah, did, because yeah. I think we all got battered watching it as well. But um, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I think that's going to be a tight game. I don't, like, again, I don't, I, don't miss, I don't necessarily see a lot of goals going in that one. Um, but I'm kind of, you know, I'm edging towards a draw. I know it's like I might be on the fence a little bit, but... Yeah, too fair. I put down the draw of mine, so um, we've we've met we've met each other there. Um, reckon, but yeah, yeah, I'm saying two all draw. I think two all draw. I think yeah, that's literally what I put down. Too fair, two all draw. So we'll have to go with that. But yeah, okay. look, so I think it, it seems like it's a bigger game for for Farmer just because they they really need to win that, don't they? Really, because yeah. I think Blendon have got a few few games in hand looking at the table. So um, yeah, I think it would definitely be a tight affair. You going for a Desmond two two? Yeah, then yeah, 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 Desmond two yeah. two. Desmond for the boys. Okay, uh, your game obviously. Uh, Div 2 um, bottom of the table against high flying West Wickham is there going to be an upset on Sunday boys <laughs> no <laughs> you're asking the wrong boys nah. <laughs> no chance no chance yeah. we, saw, we saw the boys on Sunday they were upset against Greenwich they were like oh you not only score you can't you won't score a good goal against us blah 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 but we said boys we beat Greenwich 10-0 you know like there were two legs like, you can't you can't be making excuses do you know what I mean you can't be making these same excuses every mm. week because we actually our, on a Sunday, we go to like the good fellas on an away game, and they always go to the calf. So we always banter with, with each other and whatever. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of ourselves, I think we get the win. If we turn up, you know, I think I think it's not going to be. It's going to be a big game for us because we need the win. Um, yeah, but I don't it's, think it's, we're going to overhype the It's kind of crunch time. It's crunch time in the season now, so I'd expect yeah. kind of most of the the boys to turn up prepared and prepared during the week. Um, whereas maybe the last few weeks we haven't uh, haven't been doing it as much um, turn up hungover etc as you do um, but yeah I think everyone will I think everyone should prepare correctly now for these last we've only got like four games left I think now that Southwark have Southwark have folded so yeah we definitely need to put in a put in a shift in all of these games so yeah definitely going for a West Wickham win no doubt what's the scoreline boys you're waffling you're avoiding, you're avoiding the question. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You can I, have this one. I'm, I'm doing it. 5 0 Wickham. 5 0 West Wickham. Okay. <laughs> Elliot's, Elliot's on free kicks in wide areas from about 30 yards again, yeah? <laughs> Listen, you don't, forget, you don't forget free kicks like that. I've been kicked off recently, to be fair. Don't know why. Um, I've been kicked off free kicks, but, you know, <laughs> we move. <laughs> don't forget free kicks like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the last game is the Warren taking on Hayden Reserves. Yeah, yeah. So I had a had a little um little. We played the Warren, didn't we? I think we played the Warren. We played the Warren. Yeah, they weren't they weren't they weren't too bad. To be fair, they were they were decent. They were young side, isn't it? So, um, probably got a lot to learn. I, I might be their first year together in the in the men's football. Um, I'm not sure if they played played last year, but um, but yeah, it doesn't seem like they've they've, they've it looks like they've been a bit hit and miss with their form, and it seems like Hayden. I saw that Hayden hadn't lost in like the last six. So I went for a personally. I went for a for a Hayden win. I went three two. 
three two. I think there's going to be goals. You know, like them the games in the lower divisions. I'm expecting I'm expecting some goals. So three two personally. But if you want to put your two cents in that one else, this is um, div four. I think they're in. Are they in div four or div five? Uh, div four. four. I think. Oh, but I were in. I were in our top. Oh no, they've got three games in hand. All right, no. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think I played the Warren. I think we played against Warren. Um, they gave us a, a decent game because obviously we lowered our standards a lot. Not knocking them, but <laughs> we lowered ourselves a lot in that game, I believe personally. But and it looks like Hayden are flying, so I think I just back what Charles said. To be fair, um, three two, three, two. Hayden. Yeah, three, two. yeah. I don't three, know two. too much. Don't know too much about that league down there, to be honest. So. Okay, boys. Mm. If you get them, if you get the score bang on, obviously you get five points, and if you just get the the right home away or draw, then you get one point. Um, we'll try and try and publish that next week for you um, after all the, the results come in, uh, lads. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm going to see you on Sunday, so I look forward to that. The last the last game mm-hmm. was really a, a, a game this season in Ilberton and Bromley for me that that stood out. Is end to end brilliant game. Uh, hopefully, the same again. Um, on Sunday. Uh, beyond that, I wish you all the best with the season. You're right. You have gone, you have gone sort of under the radar uh, for some. Um, Sydenham and uh, Royal Southwark have sort of grabbed, have grabbed most of the most of the spotlight yeah. for most of the season. But obviously, as now the, the the league table was start to to formulate, and everyone can see, um, really, it's you and Royal Southwark that look to be um, the two teams that are going to be. When it's all said and done, um, you'll be up there um, as, as a top two in which order we don't know quite yet. Um, but boys, I wish you all the best for the rest of the season. Hopefully some some silverware for you boys um, come the end of June. And I'll, all the best, as I said, and I'll see you on Sunday. Perfect. Cheers, mate. Yeah, Thanks appreciate it, man. All the best, Cheers, boys. Thank I'll you for having Sunday. us on. Cheers. Nice one, Andrew. Cheers, Bye. mate. Bye. So that's it, the end of another show. Thank you to our guests tonight and thank you to Jamie, Roger and Gibbs for their input. Uh, As always, thank you to our sponsors, Down to Play app, Sports King, Borden Sports and Skipper. All of our graphics are sponsored by Claire Barnett Photography and Design. Uh, Fantastic job done by Claire. Our charity partners are TW Drainage, Request, Warren's Roofing, Dave Cumberbatch Photography, NJP Graphic Design, and Ear from Belvedere, our 12th man partnership. See you on the next show. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.